Hello, and welcome to Magic Myths and Mayhem, a TTRPG podcast with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan, Matt, and Jim, my wonderful spooky bookie players. How are you doing? Ooh. How's everyone doing? Fine. <laughs> currently, currently, we're all sitting here without our cameras on because none of us have seen each other. Well, to be fair, I know some of them, but I, we haven't really seen each other costume-wise. Um... So I figured we could do that one at a time. Who, who wants to start? Is it my responsibility to start? Go on. Then. No, let's start off slow because I don't really have a costume. I just okay. made myself look nicer. Well, I mean, you always okay. look nice. I, uh, no, well, I, 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 Rowan has made themselves look nicer by 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 turning the camera off, and that's very kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's here's hello. Oh. I got, oh, I got, I got a fun little. I got a weird well, little turtleneck, but also. You know, the, I love it. Just, you, you, you're bringing the sophistication today. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a really nice thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, um, it's it's still nice. light out over here. Yeah, that, that makes it difficult. I've got it quite dark in yeah. Who, who's Who's next? Should I go next? If you wish to, yes. Well, hang on a second. I will do this, and I will press that button there. Oop. Oh, Hello. very nice. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh, you're a snake oil salesman. Very for, nice. For the podcast not being able to hear things, describe yourself. Well, I'm wearing my normal work pants, actually. Yeah, to be fair, you do look fairly average. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my, my uh, bowler hat, my false moustache, my uh, homemade, what do they call these? These thin pencil... Uh, bolo ties. Bolo ties. There's a bolo tie, it. looking very nice. Moustache, uh, brilliantly the, done. Uh, Snazzy waistcoat and the and the uh, the jacket and the bottle, the snake oil, which will cure. What's in a bottle of actually? Oh, and of course the glasses. Yes, the yes, glasses, which are perfectly uh, reasonable. They are put. They're nearly see. They're, they're almost <laughs> zero prescription. <laughs> uh, uh, they really need glasses. Oh, brilliant. Where's Joe? <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! <laughs> that is amazing. Five that, Nights at Furby's incredible. That is amazing. Yes. For the podcast, Joe <laughs> is in a big, big pink giant jumper. Eyes. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. <laughs> it's so scary. The Furby. It's terrifying. It's very scary. The vague stare is just ridiculous. <laughs> shall, I, shall I show myself, by the way? I feel I'm the only one. Oh, yeah. Alex, show yourself, please. So I, I have dressed as an NPC from C3. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Um, the best NPC, I might add. One that was met very recently. In fact, in the last episode. Oh. Um, <laughs> you are I'm the knight? I am the figure with no light for its face. <laughs> wearing my suit. And you can't see a fucking thing. Hell yeah. That is very good. That is very good. And in the second half, you're going to oh, be the that's incredible. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't see fucking shit through this thing. <laughs> I, I, I assume you can. Like, I can, I can kind of see, but I'm like, I, every time something happens, I'm like... Well, I have to be honest, with, the, with these glasses, it is like, sort of... Uh... <laughs> Anybody want to buy some snake oil? It's guaranteed to cure all known ills. It's a secret recipe, handed down for through the family for hundreds of years. Do you, know, do you know what the, the weirdest part of all this? 
I, everything sounds so different because I have ear, I have earbuds in. Oh yeah, that would. <laughs> I, I have earbuds in right now. Well, it sounds really weird. This is my uh, headphones for the evening because I can't wear the bowler hat and my headphones. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have I have cables going down the back of my neck. Oh yes, and this moustache is stuck on with uh, proper. Uh, I've got some proper proper um, makeup glue stuff, you know. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a fair chance that there's too much that, that I've made too much content for one episode, so we should get to it. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Uh, th this this mask will be coming off probably quite soon because I need to be able to see what I'm doing. Well, I I reckon that I wouldn't need to see what I'm doing, so these glasses are fine. Well, I, I kind of just want to. Do you like this? Is this is about as close as I could get? I mean, I, it's a bit it's more gold than, than than the actual thing, but this is this is the character that you you you, you met last episode. In the in in the in the in the uh, dream world, uh, what? Well, yeah, when you were like, yeah, this is the figure with no no lightness head. Exactly. It's topical. A C three NPC we all recognise equally. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's the one that um, Maisie sees. Maisie's seen the dark figure before. Oh. Yes, but uh, I just spruced up with some gold. Cal has now seen it as well. Is the gold now canon? If you want it to be. Mm. It should be. Fun fact yeah. is, this black shirt I'm going to be wearing tomorrow for a wedding as well, so I hope I don't sweat through it too much. <laughs> I, I think you're going to get pretty sweaty. Uh, we'll see. This will come off in a bit. It sounds I sound so different. Anyway, today, to, for the, the podcast time, um, we're playing Roll for Shoes. We've done it before, but I'm going to go through the rules very quickly. There are six rules in total. And most of them kind of blend with each other. If someone knows what it is, it just won't take very long. It's a microsystem. Rule number one, say what you do and roll a number. A D6 is determined by the level the level of relevant skill you have. Uh, if the sum of your roll is higher than the opposing roll, set by me, the thing you wanted to happen happens. At the start, you only have one skill, which all of you currently have. Do anything at level one. Uh, so if you try to do anything at the very beginning, you'll just roll one D6. If you roll all sixes, which at the beginning would just be one six, you get a new skill specific to that action, one level higher. So next time you can roll two D6s for that. For every roll you fail, you gain one XP, and you can use those XPs to turn a dice into a six to level up uh, a skill, but it cannot be used to make a check pass. It just levels up that skill. I've also added, all of you have already rolled it, um, some health, <laughs> some health, which is literally just hit points in the literal term of how many hits you can take before you die. The enemies have the same thing. I'm not doing damage uh, damage rolls. We're just you say what you want to do. If it hits, they take a damage. And if I think it would do more damage, I'll just do more hit points. But like I'm not going to make damage dice. Sound good? Cool. We got everything except the how do we level up a skill thing again? So if you roll max on all dice that you rolled, so if you roll all sixes, you get a new skill relevant to what you just did. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm Got probably going to cool. do this intro with this mask. And if you on, want to get and then I'm going a load of sixes, you need snake oil. Snake oil. Snake oil. Good for right. Ailson. I've remembered that I've forgotten my name. Okay, uh, character descriptions will come in a second. So, are you all ready? I believe so. I am ready. So, the three of you wake up with a start in a wooden building with nothing but the three of you sitting on old wooden chairs. The room is small and simple, made of wooden logs like an old style cabin, maybe 
10 by 10 feet with no windows and only one door out of the room. And it is noticeably hot, like the middle of the day in the desert sun hot, you know, 45 to 50 degrees Celsius, which is about 113 to 122 degrees Fahrenheit for those who do not do to Celsius. One odd note is there is a distinct smell of citrus mixed with an iron taste in the mouth. All of your memories of the last few days are fuzzy. You remember being approached by a figure wearing smart clothes who made you an offer that you can't quite remember, but whatever it was, was tantalizing enough for you to agree to the terms. There's only one other figure in the room, but it's not alive. It is a female figure in a maroon petticoat and waistcoat, but its features are very concerning. Its features are gaunt, the skin stretched over the bones as though all of the energy has been taken from the very structure of its being, and in its hand is a blackened and broken gem, scorched by magic. Attached to its head is a note. But before we get to that note, you all are looking around. Let's do some descriptions of who you see. How, hold on, uh, how are we laid out in this room? We're, we're sitting in wooden chairs. Are we like at a table or like tied no table, to the table, literally just three chairs pointing in towards the center of the room, four chairs technically, pointing in towards the three of you pointing to the center of the room, all looking at each other. And off in the corner is another chair with a dead That's weird. It is That's weird. Uh, let's start with Father. Describe your character. Well, I don't really need to because you're looking at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the character. Uh, are we going to introduce the names and things as well? It's up to you if you want to give a name yet. If you don't want to, then so don't. I will. My character. I am Professor C. Q. Vermis. You can call me a professor. Uh, I have developed and am studying around the, the country my patented snake oil, guaranteed to cure all known ills. And where Bowler hat, hardly noticeable glasses, a dapper moustache, a bolo tie, fancy waistcoat, and a long tailcoat. And I have a carpet bag with me. A what yes. bag? Carpet, carpet bag. bag. What's a carpet bag? It's like a, a, a bag made of like carpet-like material, like a bag of that sort of shape. A triangular shape. So it's like a rectangle with a pyramid on top, or not like a like a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, a, yeah, house yeah. Shape. a house shape. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, Joe. Howdy, folks. Oh no! It sounds like you're gargling mouthwash. <laughs> oh, that's on purpose. I have a hat. It's a great cowboy hat. <laughs> it's pale, and I happen to be made of blue metal. Ah. Okay. I have a guitar with me, along with these fancy shoes. There's a, a inscription on, on my back plate that reads, Strummin' Steve. Oh. Strummin' Steve. Strummin' Steve. Please tell me you can turn that voice on and off appropriately for when you're talking as Strummin' Steve, because I don't think we're going to hear much if you're just talking <laughs> I... about it. I... Well, uh, when I was when I was testing it out, I could hear it, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't hear it when it was on then, so I might just keep it off. <laughs> I, I can yeah, hear it's, it. It's, <laughs> it's doing I, bad. I, stuff I tell you what, I promise you. I promise you. I'll just add it in post. <laughs> okay, That's I'll, I'll work it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I've put a picture of Strum and Steve um, yeah, in the little cool. chat. 
in the chat. Um, you said we don't have any of our memories, Alex. No, you do have memories. So you remember who you are, where you've come from. It's just the last couple of days are very fuzzy, as though you've been through magic and it's kind of just made it. Uh, so two or three days, the last thing you remember is somewhat for you, you would have been performing in a bar or something and you would have been approached after the show by someone looking smart in a, you know, in, in a nice, like, uh, probably full three-piece Western style uh, outfit cowboy hat who would have given you an offer but you can't remember what it is you just remember agreeing to it and then uh, fuzz 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 you've woken up here with two new people i will i will sit bot upright 90 degrees and i'll say howdy folks i'm strong and steve i'm wanted in several states and by all manner of law enforcement would you like to hear a tune <laughs> Uh, no, thank you, but if you'd like to buy some of my snake oil, it'll help me I may need better. some oil in the future. I'll keep that in mind, thank you. What about you, friend? How many states are you wanted in? <laughs> <laughs> At least one. Who do we see in the third chair? Uh, here, here is, uh, Sister Adeline Croy. Um, oh, wow. she is a, a, uh, late 30s year old, um, what appears to be a nun in a duster coat the bottom of of the dress is all torn up though and she's got some some cowboy boots um she that stuff she's not carrying alex told me i don't have that stuff cool. um yeah but but she she looks like she's had a rough time of it she's got a, a scar along the side of her face there and over her nose and she'll she'll look at you and like, what in the hell are you doing here? What are any of us doing here? I didn't think a lady like you could say hell. I'm learning all sorts of things today. If it wasn't obvious, this is a Western setting one shot. <laughs> <laughs> if, <you want laughs> if it wasn't holy snake oil, and I and with that, this mask is coming off because I think I'm dying. <laughs> ah, I've been born. <laughs> Oh, I've, I've lost headphones. <laughs> I wish you didn't say that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna go back to normal headphones. It's very strange, but yes. It's alright. This jumper might come off at some point. It is so fucking hot. <laughs> Joe, was this a was this a Five Nights at Freddy's inspired character? Do you know it? It unintentionally, but yes. Uh, just the vibe. It, I think it was just on my week. mind. Yeah. Oh. Very nice. You you good? Oh, you did you did the whole darn thing. Oh. You put it through. Wow. Whoa. Okay, we'll start. So like that that wire is gonna be moist. Oh, it's you. Yeah. I, actually, I'm not that sweaty right now. If I'm honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Oh. oh my god, I can fucking see. This is insane. Um. Words and things were happening. Oh yes. So. Uh, shuffling forwards. Um, there is in front uh, the other person in the room who's not going to say hello, but there is a note stuck onto their forehead rather crudely. Assuming that you look at it. Can I roll to read? You don't need to roll to listen. Oh. I know it says do anything, but what are you rolling? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to okay. roll something. Let's get through all the exposition and then we can get to the real stuff. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. The note says, if you're reading this, the spell worked. I think 
I fucked up a little on the setup, so there's a good chance you don't remember a few things, but considering the situation, I think we can deal with that. Thanks again for agreeing to help. Just know that the world will forever be in your debt. P.S. You're probably quite confused, so I put a golem head in the next room. It'll explain what's up. It has limited capability, more like a tape recorder than anything, but it should be able to give you the info you need. Hello. Howdy, friends. What's a tape recorder? It's a recorder that records tapes. Um, something similar to you, I'd assume. Let's go and find out. I'm going to try and open the door. Electrified, no. The door is open. <laughs> and it, le <laughs> it leads through to a smaller room. Uh, again, about 10, 10 by 10, but a little shorter, like the, the ceiling stepped down a little bit. But no windows once more. Uh, this time set up more like a dining room with one small table in the center and a door to the left. On the table is a head-shaped thing made out of clay wearing a cowboy hat that looks up as you approach and says, well, howdy there, fellas. Howdy, head. Have you ever considered buying howdy. snake oil? You I might be slightly confused about what's going on around here. Just completely ignores you. So let me fill in the gaps for you. You all have been transported here for some attempt at saving the world. Now I know what you're thinking. Why you three? Well, I'm afraid that's not information I was created with. But what I can say is y'all's job is very important. You've been brought to the town of Plaguewood, which you've probably never heard of and would never have had any reason to. Right now, Plaguewood is in total chaos. The carriages have stopped transporting wheat and iron, the farmers have stopped sowing the fields, the moonshine business is a bust. You get the idea. Everything is messed up like a chicken on harvest day. All because of one stupid son of a gun who just couldn't stop messing with magic. Around a month ago, from this very day, Argyle Morning, the creator of this hell, was doing some sort of something to do with necromancy, and managed upon some rotten consequences, turning the town of Plaguewood into undead, hungry creatures, destined to drain the blood of anything living. The magic changed the way their bodies work, so now if their fluids get in your bloodstream, you're out of luck. You'll be dead within the hour, and transformed within the next. The only way to stop it is to remove the limb quickly, or if it's not a limb, cut out the flesh as fast as possible, and you might just get away with it. Mm. For now, this pandemic is contained by a magical barrier around the town generated from the fountain of the town square, but that won't last long. I reckon she's got maybe a few more hours in her. If you turned up a month ago, I'd be telling you to look for a cure, but since we find ourselves much past that, you're instead going to need to destroy the entire town, or the world will be overrun. Through the door ahead, you'll find your mutation bands and a map of the town. I'm sure you remember exactly what they do, but just in case, let me explain everything. Those bands contain a magical virus that gets into your very magical essence and gives you some magical power for a day or two. The effects can vary from minor to major, so cross your fingers and hope for something helpful. If you find any more along the way, you can stack them up, and if you find anybody else with mods, you can steal them by touching their mutation bands to yours and pressing the transfer button on theirs. Just remember, that only works if they're still alive and kicking. I suggest the first place you work towards is Old Man Burples. He was a paranoid old coot, but he did like to hoard some weapons, and they'll be much easier to get than going to the smoke and barrel gun shop. Good luck. And with that, the clay just sort of loses its rigidity and slumps down into a bit of a formless blob. The map in question... Uh, 
we'll get to that when you go outside. You don't need that for now. But you would have a map. It's on um, roll 20, the whole thing. Well, howdy, friends. You may have noticed I don't have flesh. The only blood running through me is the blood of the innocent. I seem that, ideal for this task. That 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 is concerning. Um... Anyone else slightly confused by the magic thing, or is that just me? Yeah. Are you not wearing a symbol of religion across your chest? No, mine was taken. Mine was actually a dagger, so... For speed as well, there's nothing else in this room. Just the table and now a lump of clay. Alright, uh, I'll snap the mutation band, snap bracelet onto my arm, I suppose. It's not in this room, it's in the next room. Oh, I... I was paying a lot of attention. <laughs> I can it, tell. It, Thank you. Wouldn't get the thing of a newbie. I'm sorry. It was so much exposition. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you got the vibe. <laughs> it was the vibe. We yeah. have to go house to house and destroy all the inhabitants of this town. <laughs> That's very helpful, actually. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we should get our magical powers and get out of here. Follow me, I guess. You go through the door on the left. Enter, enter another small room with another table and another door in front of you. This one looking more like a front door. On the table are three wristbands made mostly of leather, but with a metal section that's glowing purple ever so gently. Just laid out three of them. Nothing else in the room. Snap bracelet in onto my... You know, it wasn't a snap bracelet, but if you want a snap bracelet, <laughs> it can I be a, one of them's a snap bracelet. <laughs> yes, thank you. As you put it, as you snap it on, you feel a small needle prick you from the metal. And Ow. a searing pain starts to course its way through your veins, up your arm, across your body, and into your mind, making it feel as though your head is splitting into two as your vision goes red and a violent ringing appears in your ears before it all subsides just as quickly as it came. I'm going to roll to see what you get. Uh, it's not from a D100, it's from something else. You can roll a d100 if it makes you feel better, but that won't make. I would like. I would okay. like to roll a roll d100. A d100. Roll a d100, and I'll pretend that it's uh, the method that I'm using to randomize this. <laughs> okay, it is random. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. Okay, you feel a tingling in your fingers as this purple seems to extend out around your you know, the ends of your hand and a little bit in the center of your palm. And as you whip your hand forwards, you feel, uh, you, you let a little low-powered energy outburst <laughs> that goes about 10 feet before <laughs> dissipating. Like quite a hefty force. It makes the whole table kind of, <laughs> and the two other wristbands go, <laughs> and fly up against the wall. Beautiful. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kill everybody in the room. <laughs> well, sorry. If these bands require a living creature, one of you may have mine if it is not effective. It's not. It's a magical essence. It did used to say blood, and now it says magical essence <laughs> because you were like, I want to be a robot. And I was like, okie dokie. <laughs> well, I reckon that I won't need a magical man with my snake oil, but just in case, I'll put one on. Good call. You put it on, put the on. same pain sears through your body. Ow, 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 ow. You drink some snake oil. Are they wrist sized only? They are the size of wristbands, but they're magical. You've got wrists. Why ask that? Anyway. I'm going to take my hat off and attempt to place it around my head. And then <laughs> return my hat. 
forgetting names because uh, Professor C.Q. Vermis. You, again, feel a bit of a tingle in your hands, but no magical essence comes out. Um, but for the sake of telling you what you can do, you feel in your brain as though... Uh, in fact, no, you take a, take a little pen out of your pocket and fiddle with it in your fingers. And as you do so, this new magical power of yours allows you to change it from a nice little uh, metal pen into a wooden pen. You can transform materials from one type into another, but nothing too large. I'm not going to put a specific restriction, but not like whole buildings, single objects, handheld objects. Handheld. Robot-sized? <laughs> not, not robot-sized. Okay. Just curious. Um, and for the sake of fuck it, why not? Yes, you put it around your head and it extends out to be a nice little headband. And you feel it ping you in the in the middle of your forehead and for some magical reasons or another it does manage to infect you with a magical virus <laughs> except you probably wouldn't feel the searing pain because you know you're a robot you feel it in your soul <laughs> then i feel nothing <laughs> this one is just it has to be for you because it doesn't make any sense you can now you feel your body start to morph a little bit like the pistons are starting to extend and the parts of your body are stretching and creaking before the metal, the, the, all of you see this metal transform and tear forwards, the, the face bend forwards into a gigantic robotic blue werewolf. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Robot werewolf. Mechal wolf. Oh dear. Mechal wolf. werewolf at will. Uh. Much blood will be spilt this day, friends. This is really oh. unnerving. Where are you from? I have never seen anything like you. Nor anything you like this. pray yeah. you never will again. God. Listen, the the outfit... I, I left that life, alright? Stop. Stop that. Would you like to hear a tune? <laughs> It depends. What do you mean by tune? Because you keep talking about killing, and I'm starting to think that the tune has something to do with killing as well. These guitar strings are not made of ligaments. It's just playing a nice song. That's rich. <laughs> That's a particularly uh, precise way of saying that. Yeah, you know what? Sure, give us a give us a tune while we stroll through the town. I would like to do anything, Juan, to invent rock and roll. Sure. Roll to play a rock tune. Well, actually, I tell you what. We'll we'll make it something that could be more relevant of uh, of dexterous hands to play a sick riff. How's that? It can be whatever the hell you want it to be. I'm not going to give you restrictions. You want to roll to play rock? Then sure. that's a six. Hell yeah! Well, it passes, <laughs> and you get a new skill of play sick tunes. Play a sick riff. Oh, play 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 sick riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's play sick riff two. two. Yep, you can now play sick riffs, and I've used that over the one you want. You listen as this. Mechani blue mechanical world in front of you just rip out this amazing rock riff uh, on the guitar. It, it plays through to your soul. Wait, it's a guitar and not a guitar? I thought it was a guitar. It's a guitar. It's a guitar. Oh. You were saying guitar. I thought it was guitar. Anyway, it plays through to the, the guitar. Now I really want it to be a guitar. 
Anyway. Um, Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> it transforms. The next level up. Uh, yeah, it just plays this amazing, amazing rock riff. Bill and Ted style riffs. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, that's one thing I never thought I'd see today. <laughs> a robotic werewolf playing the guitar. Yep. I have achieved the first step of my ascension. I can't wait for the rest. Hmm. I think a slug of the steak holes trying to my nerve. Ah. All right. I'm just going to open the door. And by open the door, I mean blast. You're going to blast the door. You're not even going to listen to yeah. the door. Fair enough. You blast yeah, but by, open the door. Quote by accident. But you blast that. open the door, and this door just <laughs> flies outwards. Uh, it doesn't like break off the hinges and go a million miles. It just blasts open, uh, breaking the latch a little bit. It obviously wasn't a particularly strong latch. And immediately, this blast of hot, dry air from the desert landscape in front of you blasts in back at you. It's awful. A scattering of sand is blown inside by the wind created by your little vacuum from the power. And it takes a second for your eyes to adjust to the brightness of the outside as the large red sun hangs high in the sky, making the air above the orange sandy ground shimmer in a heat haze. You can see around you, through the door, a large open sandy plain with a few houses scattered around, wooden and simply made, the number of which increases further back. It looks like you're in a little, in a little bit of an opening square. Uh, presumably it gets slightly denser in the direction of the town square, which you are not in. Standing in front of you, shuffling around on the sound, having just brought uh, attention just been brought to you by the very loud noise, is a small horde of zombies who look over and go <laughs> they're wearing, you know, standard townsman outfits, some in three pieces with bowlers, some in uh, slightly more practical clothing. Um, there's five of them standing out in that area. Well, I'm now going to <clears> try to remember. When that, when that door blew up, yes. are there pieces of uh, jagged pieces of wood lying about the place? Not big ones, just small ones. How big How big is the biggest? I'm looking for something... It just blew off the hinges, right? Probably like... Four inches, three oh. inches. I'll pick up the biggest one I can see, and I'm going to try and transform it into um, a diamond. Okay. Power's non-specific. In your hand, it transforms into diamond. Yeah. Hey, I said they could be powerful or non-powerful. <laughs> I put myself <laughs> on this, and I should, I should stick to it. I was going to be like, you have to roll. No, what it is. These are One Piece ass powers if I've ever seen them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, it's a very Big map. Um, Nothing has changed for me. Oh wait, what's the, what's your name right now? Uh, Corpse that's Macy. A good question. Is it Corpse Macy? Corpse Macy? I am. I am hashtag Corpse Macy. Well, I don't know that's why, correct. but there you go. <laughs> I, I, I assumed you were Big Chungus. How silly of me. <laughs> I couldn't see Big Chungus on here. Yeah, there's no Big Chungus here. Yeah, it was in the list of players that have been here. So, um, you should be able to see uh, yourself. Now, I don't know if you can, can see the zombies in front of you. I can. No, we. I can see... Oh, yeah, I can see that, and then I can see one big one. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So, this is the big map. Um, I can, I can we won't be using this too often, and we're going to be through with it. But, uh, yes, there are five of these zombie domblies standing in front of you. I'm going to get you all to roll... A nice, stand back of the building for now, a nice uh, initiative, if you want. <laughs> Coward. Mind. I, um, I think I the one that everyone can move is mine, Alex. Yeah. 
Say again? Joe? I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, I was saying, I, th- I think the only one that people can move is mine. That's right. Are we doing D20 initiative? Should be. I'm going to keep moving, mate. Not D20, just roll a D6. A D6 initiative. Okay. And if you get a 6, we'll give you a, a, a new power in it. Four. Two. There you go. Okay, you should all be able to move. Four, two, and what was the last one? Three. So, Mark, Joe, me. Mark, Joe, me. Mark, Joe, So, yes, it's going to be Professor C.Q. Vermis, then Strum and Sieve, then Sister Adeline Croy, and then all of the Zombles. I'll say you can move 30 feet each, and as a werewolf, 40. Um... Father. So, uh, obviously, I don't know how far. Describe what you want to do. Roll a d6. Magical power. Exactly. What what I'm going to try and do with my magical power is take one of my many bottles of snake oil and go, it's now a bottle of some very inflammable oil. Okay. I will say that will be an action, so you wouldn't be able to then attack with it. So I can convert it, but I can't throw it. Yes. Can I convert it into something that would explode? Or do I have to convert it into an oil and set fire to it? You can convert the bottle if you hold on it. It would have to be what you're touching. What can I convert? You need to unscrew it, stick your finger inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to convert it into dynamite. The bottle? The bottle. I mean, the oil, the steak oil inside is, is probably high, high alcohol I'm, content. I'm anyway. going to be a little rude and say one material to one material. It's not transporting. It's not transforming an object into an object. It's transforming a material into a material. Be a good material. So I the know. wood to diamonds is perfectly fine. So in that case, <laughs> I am in fact going to take open it, my inside, mm-hmm. and convert the snake oil, which is actually, it, which actually basically grain, very very poor quality grain alcohol with a few herbs. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. And I'm going to convert it into extremely potent uh, acid. Okay. And then I'm Your finger is burnt on the way out. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a little, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Magic shit. And how far can I move? 30 feet. And these are five, five foot circles. Yes, they are. They are squares. They are squares. They're the square shape circles. Five. Ten. Five foot squircles. Squircles. I'm going to go to about there. Uh, what's, my, what's my throwing range? Um, roll a d6 yes. and we'll, we'll, we'll determine. I can throw... We'll do this all with d6. So that's a one. <laughs> for, the, for the throw that you're about to do, it'll go, I'll say, 15 feet. Okay, let me get it forward. I'll get you up there. And hope they can't run... The zombies don't run very fast. Okay. Um, you've done your conversion and you've done a movement. Uh, we're going to move on. To Strum and Steve. Uh, I'm going to run Hal.mp3. Okay. Um, <laughs> and initiate uh, movement sequence. Uh, <laughs> so I will go here. Okay. Oh, see, I told you. That's exactly. Run straight forwards past a couple of the zombies, <laughs> slip between the two of them. Yes. Uh, I would then like to. 
take my guitar. Okay. Hold it, baseball bat style. Okay. And swing around and hit as many as I can. Uh, do whirlwind attack. Okay. Roll your roll your do anything. Oof, that's gonna be a difficult one to beat. It's a three. Unfortunately, it does not succeed. I will say, uh, well, actually, it's just a, it's a straight comparison. It does not succeed. Uh, you unfortunately do not hit the uh, the multiple. As you start to swing around, you uh, you realize your werewolfy body is not quite what you're programmed to know the sequence of. So you have to do a little bit of analysis as to where your limbs actually extend to these days. I require limbs for comparison. Please give me yours. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Sister Adeline Croy. All right. I'm about to spout some crazy shit, okay? Okay. I want to try to make these force bursts come from my feet. And then I want to ascend 10 feet into the sky and release a, like a kick force burst down through one or two of their heads. Jesus. <laughs> well, All right. Yeah. Uh, what's the point in having superpowers if you don't try to do some decent shit? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to say you can't, like, jump in the air and then travel, like, 30 feet. You'll have to be right next to them to do this. No, I don't want to. It's just it's mostly flavor points to get the yeah, 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 yeah. air needed to do the kick. I enjoy that you wanted it to come out of your feet for the normalcy of kind of running, jumping, and kicking yeah. instead of having her, like, Handstands, kind of nightmare <laughs> crawl. Like, like a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, oh, he's broken. Oh, he's that's a that great frame to freeze on, though. It is a good frame freeze. <laughs> okay, roll your d6. Let's get through this. Oh, there he's back in. Six! Let's go, baby! Nice. Um, I rolled a six as well. Uh, I don't think it defines. Buh, 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 buh. If the summary roll is higher than the opposing roll, fuck it, we'll do normal D&D rolls. Um, I was in the protection, so... No, you were attacking against a DC, so therefore you still hit. Which means you get a extra skill in... What do you want to call it? Force, force. force kick. Force kick. Force kick, yeah. Force kick, and that's a level two. two. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to say, especially because it was a six, uh, where are you standing when you do this? Can you move yourself... Yes. Um, I wanted to try to get at least two, if I could, in a line. So probably, like, around around here, trying to get th this guy and this guy. I would say you're going to have to do two that are next to each other. Oh, the two next to each other? Sure. Two next to each other. Otherwise, you're extending the like the, 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 the one about. Sure, sure. A, a and B, then? A and B, sure. You jump in yeah, the so air. So it'll be more of like a slice down. than a... Like yeah, so you do a sideways kick. Very um, generous <laughs> from, uh, you know, from uh, One Punch. Kick around, yeah. smack into the two of them. It doesn't kill them both, but it does do a damage to both of them. And they're both looking immediately pretty unhealthy. I mean, they already looked pretty unhealthy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, then it's the Zombles' turns. Um, you're going to have to be standing there, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm going to go through it. A and a, a and B are both going to attack Sister Adeline Croy because, you know. Uh, so can you roll a d6 to defend? Both of them, so two d6s. Uh, the first one was a one, the second one was a four. 
Okay, my first one was a one and the second one was a two. So one of them hits you. It just swings around and slices you with it with its uh, jagged and sharp fingernails. You're going to take one damage. Um, so you're on ten going down to nine. Um, which hurts you. The second one, however, you're more in tune. You're like, jump out of the way. Not, you know, you're not built to be agile, but when things are trying to kill you, you can do it. Uh, C is going to take a few steps forwards over towards the professor. He's going to take a swipey swipe, which is going to be a... Uh, six, I'm afraid. So can you ro roll to the... Well, actually, no, it won't matter. Is that point, is it? No. <laughs> so it's going to be a six to hit you, so you're also going to take one damage as it sl slashes into you, so you're going to have to 13 health. As it hits uh, me? Yes? Can I apply my power to its fingernails? It's an action, not a reaction. Okay. I'm afraid not. Um, D is going to... Uh, D and D is going to move over. We're both going to try and attack Strum and Steve. Uh, which is going to be a... One and a two again. So if you roll two d6s, the first one's a one, the second one's a two to defend. A one and a one. <laughs> they both hit you. They just slam into you, catch some of your wiring and tear it a little oh. bit. Again, you're not used to the proportions of yourself. I wasn't expecting you to be hit this much quite so uh, quickly. This could be a much shorter campaign. Yeah, you're just going to die immediately. <laughs> that's fine. We'll get um, okay, and then we oh, go straight. well, nice to know. Well, let's find out. Um, <laughs> we go straight back round to... Well, if it means it's going to mean the one-shot doesn't die too early. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have a snake oil Listen, I started writing this one-shot on Tuesday. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Cures all milk. Professor, do some stuff. Right, so... This I must I must say, Mark, I really like this look on you. The ball hat with the... I think it's, it looks really good. It feels right. right. The glasses do make it, but unfortunately, the glasses. it's a sodding thing. It's so good. Yeah, the glasses. So you don't good. need the glasses. The rest works for you. I'm going to put a <laughs> screenshot of all of us on Patreon in like any of the costumes. Yeah, absolutely. Did you, yeah. Did you um, take a good screenshot of them? I'll just take it from the recording. Uh, what the thing? Oh, yeah. What are you so doing? So this, this zombie uh, yes. standing in front of me. So it, it, His name's Rob. Hello, Rob. Lovely to see you. Uh, this Rob is a zombie. zombie. So I think the flesh is all hanging off. Uh, it's standard, very like generic zombie look. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is, on the can I see uh, somewhere on his head, skull area, the bone? Sure. In that case, I will touch the bone and turn it to water. <laughs> because it's an attack, I'm going to have you roll your uh, your dice. But that is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Four. It's a four against a two. Uh, because it's a zombie, it doesn't immediately kill it, but it does do damage as its skull just like... itself, and its whole head is just like... Its eyes are going... Its eyes just drop out in front of you. I mean, considering the things that you've experienced in your life, you're probably a bit... Oh, God! You need snake oil. Um, I met a man I can respect. Someone who is paying more attention to me, what did they say we have to do to kill him? Is it beheading? Didn't say anything. They didn't. No, they didn't say anything. Oh, I thought they did. Well, the head doesn't doesn't do it. Uh, Strummer Steve is going to play sick riffs. Okay. Uh, in an attempt to do sonic damage in an area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Roll your sick riffs. Uh, I got a six on one of them and a four. Okay. You you strum this you strum this sick riff and it lets out this sonic wave and all of the ones around you A B D and E all take a point of damage because I won't be able to get through this. Well done. A and B both 
eviscerated as this sonic wave <laughs> goes through them. Uh, sister, you're covered in some guts, I'm afraid. Uh, try not That's to get fine. it in your mouth. C, uh, C is over there. So D and E do not die, but they both look unhealthy as this <laughs> hits through them and their guts go <laughs> out a little bit. Um, sister, it is your turn. Uh, let me just, which All one's right. died? A and B are dead. Yeah, which one's died? This is important. So it's just okay. the two left around Strum and Steve and one over next to the professor and they with all eyes, look, the they all look down, very close to death. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm going to step right there and hold my hands out T-Po style and do a dual force blast for my hands. Both within 10 feet, yep. Uh, roll. To, to roll to hit. That's a one. I'm afraid not. Uh, you yeah. blast sideways, but they just you don't quite get the angle right, and it just... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes was a little... it Sister Mary? Adeline Sister... Croy. Sister Adeline. Sister Adeline. Right, I should remember that, because the other old woman that we met in a game was Adeline. Adelaide. Uh, yeah, that's going to be um, nice confusing. So are you are you Adeline Skywalker? Because you're just suddenly very good with using the Force out of nowhere. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just wait until we go to space. Uh, okay, so zombie C is going to attack the Professor. Uh, could you roll to defend, please? Uh, I can. Is it at a disadvantage of Because it says its eyes are hot, falling straight downwards. Fuck okay, it, sure. Uh, both are the same, anyway. Both the twos. Four. You defend. It just like vaguely swipes, and this sloshy water goes <laughs> outwards. A little bit of its brain spilling out as well. It's gonna be gross. Um, D and E are both going to attack Strom and Steve. Strom and Steve. Uh, with some pretty poor rolls. Uh, D is a three, and E is a two. That's a six on the first one. Nice. And a three on the second one. Okay. So I believe I am fine. Um, oh no. <clears throat> I'm going to say, for the sake of making this more fun for you guys, uh, so I can throw more hordes at you, the six will count as a skill of defending. So you can go up to a level two in defense. Okay. So I'm going to give you just defend. defend. Um, yeah, both of them just swiping your dodging around, just like absolutely not, as you play the sick riff on your uh, guitar. Back round to the professor. Well, in this case, in that case, since I can now see his brain, yep, I'm gonna touch his brain and turn that to water. <laughs> roll. How oh, you roll the one? Two. <laughs> you just. Oh, okay then. Boop, and his brain just. <laughs> and the the whole of him just flops down to the ground. Uh, yeah, he he, he dead. Howdy, oh, Mister. Are you gonna drink that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to be that? an ingredient for the snake oil mark 2 oh, you can make um, actual snake oil yes. strum and steve uh, I would like to do I want to do that uh... yeah I'll, 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 I'll do your I'll character do... concerns me enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do sick rifts for sonic damage again because might as well uh, because I feel like it's it'll the do most high damage. So you play a sick riff. <laughs> did you get two sixes? You didn't did. get two sixes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're going to annihilate so fucking hard. That's so hilarious. What am I calling this? Deal sonic damage. Or... Um. Well, okay. So we had 
sick play sick riff at a level two it needs to be it, it always gets a bit more specific so i don't know what's a more specific so before you were just playing music going outwards um sound plane i'm gonna give sound you a shit. skill of um give it an anime name you can uh, say the, the anime name, but I'm going to give you a, a, like a sonic, a directed sonic blast that it hits. What this will still hit all of them because of what you wanted, but it'll hit one thing, but it'll do more damage when you do it, like a two or three damage. You get to, two different attacks now. Yeah, so you have one that's like an outwards and does one damage to everything around you, and one that's like a specific one or no, two. Or okay, three hang on. So, so I've got uh, area sonic damage, yeah, sonic blast, two, and sonic lance, and uh, we'll call it. Um, uh, you wanted an anime name, Rowan, so we're going to go with yeah. um, Bluegrass Jaws of Chrome Destruction. Yeah! BCCD. <laughs> oh. Good, gotcha. Um, <laughs> Destruction. You can remember Three. that. Three. I was immediately like, I'm not remembering that. <laughs> um, uh, and the two of them around you just explode into horrific goopy messes as we end up that combat um on roll 20 i'm not going to be like put your position of where you are all the time just like we can only do that for like fights or like specific things so and as finish, i'm going to take my bowler off yes i'm going to flatten down the edge and then turn the edge into sharpened steel what is that is that dr no which was the yeah. one that throws the hand it's a uh, odd job odd job that's the one yes or, you or the austin powers version random task yeah. yes that's okay you've got a nice little weapon of a like a frisbee type thing that's cool um so <clears throat> there is a secondary problem but it is not quite your problem right now over the buildings which you can see on the map as well quite far away uh, a few hundred feet away is a some kind of giant 25 feet tall so you'd come up to like its knees with flesh melting off its body in random spots it's a giant zombie it is looking around it doesn't seem to have seen you but it's standing still surveying the land and you're pretty certain that if you approached it would probably see you and you also get a, a feeling as the voices get into your ear of the dm if you tried to attack it don't <laughs> <laughs> Not a good idea. Um, <laughs> I think we can take it. <laughs> if you wanna, it's gonna be a very short three three new characters, real quick. Three new characters. <laughs> I do oh, believe that makes stuff sense stuff. to be our next target. It's even on the way from the map schematics I uploaded. Yeah, it's right in the way. It's on the map. You can see that about uh, <clears throat> what is that like? So two hundred feet away, north, there is Old Man Bethels. It's been marked Old on your map. Man Bethels. I'm well, assuming that's where we're supposed to go. I've seen many things in my travels around the Old West. It was recommended that we go there instead of to the gun shop. And there is one other thing. Sorry, you've now just reminded me that I do need to give to you. We've got all the guns we need right here. <laughs> is this, which is your key. Ooh. Which I thought I'd do as a separate thing because it just makes it easier for you to see. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Very good. Try and get through. Uh, post office jailhouse burgundy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That is the smoking barrel. The yeah, the smoking barrel, I'd assume. Or that could also be. So you were told that it's probably easier to get to than the smoking barrel. What is? Old oh, man old man purples. 
But there's a giant zombie in the way, so I feel like that may negate that. I was thinking something similar. Is there a path to Old Man Burples where we won't be seen by the 25-foot-tall killing machine? Good question. I believe the most sensible course of action is to head to Barney Butcher's Butcher Barn. Why the hell would we need to go there? Butcher's. It calls to me. Okay, well that sounds like a secondary problem. I'm going to try to get on top of one of these buildings to find a path that is not as uh, bad as the one in front of us. So I would like to force kick my way up onto the roof of the You Are Here building. Okay. Roll. My 2d6s. Um, two fours. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up in the air. <laughs> you land on the roof. I, my eyes haven't adjusted yet. I can't see. Would anybody like to buy some? I'm not going to buy your snake oil. <laughs> I, right, I now have a bottle full of very powerful acid that I didn't get to use in the last encounter. Careful with that. Professor, um, do you happen to have any of those nice shiny diamonds I saw with you with? To spare, that we may take it to the jailhouse to meet the king. I will pick up some stones from the ground and go bing, 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 bing. Diamonds. Excellent, thank you. I believe we will be able to summon a great warrior king with his axe, should we take this rock to the jailhouse. <laughs> what in the hell are you talking about? Jailhouse rock. An urban legend among musicians such as myself. And those who enjoy the finding things in life, such as hunting children for sport. You sure this power doesn't work on robot-sized things? What hobbies do you enjoy, sister? I enjoy when everybody's minding their own damn business, is what I enjoy. Would you like some snake oil? No. I I have a question for you, Professor. Dollar a bottle. Yeah. What need have you for selling snake oil now that you are able to manufacture money all your own? No. You have changed from a con man to a counterfeiter. <laughs> con man, sir? Snake oil is guaranteed to an okay, fair enough. But <laughs> I'm not convinced the diamonds will go with us when we leave this place. You've jumped up onto the building. Have I? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> with what objective? <laughs> to find a path. To old man burples. Fine. So you can see, um, there is obviously a very direct path, as you can see from the map, because now you're probably holding the map at the same time. There is that map, which you could probably hide around the side. It's very tall. You're quite small in comparison. You could probably sneak past if you wanted to get there fairly quickly, considering you only have a few hours. Alternatively, you could, of course, go right round into the town centre, around the town centre, and all the way across, but that would just take a lot longer. Um, This town is so small, however, that if you, if a normal person walked or like, uh, kind of jogged to Old Man Burples from where you are, it would take them about forty seconds. Like the whole thing is not that long. The long way around is a few minutes, maybe. It's a very, very small town. I would feel happier right. with some kind of weapon in my hands. Well, all right, I'll, I'll hop down, do a, a little force kick as I land to slow my descent. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, at 
It seems like the best option if we're trying to avoid conflict until we get some weapons is to try to dodge this thing's sight. Or take the outside of town. Why would we try and avoid conflict? Until we are more certain to win. More mayhem is better, surely. Wait, that, that just conflicts with what you just said. Respect confirmed. <laughs> we will avoid conflict for now. Yes. Until we have the uh, tools to make sure that we are uh, safe in the conflict. All right. Okay. So uh, this way. Sneaky, sneaky. You take the long way around. And as you do so, it becomes very obvious the number of zombies that are just surrounding these uh, these streets. Luckily, you're much faster than these zombies. There is no particular worry, at least for these zombies, to be getting anywhere near you. And when you walk past them, more often than not, you can kind of just bonk them out the way. You know, you wouldn't want to get swarmed, but you're fine. As you are traveling through, you can see that they do start to collect behind you, as if like there is a bit of a shambling horde following at a, at a fair distance. Probably easy to hide from, but eventually you get round the town square, all the way over to the isolated two buildings of Old Man Burples on the edge of town, having completely avoided this gigantic zombie. It looks like an information mark. What does? The, the old member of this place. Oh, it's like an exclamation. Oh, oh, yeah, an eye, yes. Yeah. The eye, yeah. <laughs> the house is made up of two structures. The first is a broken down barn that has the carcasses of some dead cows inside, eaten by something. The other is a building that is standing rather more strongly than that of the others around you, but is, that is most likely due to the metal structure that the wood is made around. The whole house is made like one gigantic block of iron, with a safe door larger than any of you, with, la with a large spinning handle and two hefty hinges. The inside, I'm not going to read yet, because you haven't gone inside, I've just gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I started reading and my brain went, what? Use your brain! So, I think we could want to go in the inside of the building. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try the, uh, the revolving handle thing and see if it turns. We probably don't want to destroy the door, so we can lock it behind us. Oh, you see, yeah, I was kind of with the hinges and. The, oh. I know. I was thinking. I wanted to just kick the door in as well, but. Is there a keyhole? No, just the big turny handle. It won't turn. Well, I mean, not on your first vague, vague attempt. Uh, boys, you want to give me a hand with this, and uh, lady. Uh, what, what exactly do you want us to do? Grab a part of this circular handly thing and turn. Strum mm -hmm. and Steve right. has no gender. Murder knows no bounds. <laughs> I like the way you think, mostly. I'm terrified. <laughs> Let's get through it. <laughs> everyone, everyone roll a d6. Everyone roll a d6. I'm going to roll the blue. Bugs that you didn't leave right Two! Two! Four. Do I gain any bonus because I am a mecha werewolf? No. But I will say that the sister could probably use the uh, force to get an extra d6 situationally. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, well, I was. Use uh, the force, sister! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll 
take it and like one hand up here and then other hand wrapped around here and then use that to search your rosary you know it to be true <laughs> four so that's four four two two twelve yes yes those are the dice thank god you do you're struggling you're struggling and then Boom, with that extra blast, the whole thing just clunk, starts to turn. It spins really, 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 really fast, and then boom, gets to the other side. As the door ever so slightly starts to hinge open, as though it's you know got a bit of a, a forward weight to it. Wonderful. As you struggle to get it open, look at the inside, which is actually quite bare, with a few chairs strewn around, and the rest of the furniture being weapons of all kinds: bats, swords, maces, you name it. It's there. There's only one door out of this main room, which is barred and locked with about 20 locks. And from the other side, you can hear a heavy banging and knocking as if something wants to break through. There is only one other item of note in here, which is another, well, it's a small safe. I say another because I'm going to talk about the safe door. Um, there's a small safe with a note on it that says, just in case things get really bad. This has another little spinning mechanism, but this time it's the sort of dial uh, type of spinning mechanism. I'm going to my ear to the safe and attempt to crack it. Okay, roll to do anything. Four. Four. Unfortunately not. You hear a couple of clicks in there, but you're not sure if those actually are confirmation or what, and you're unable to do so. In that case, I'll touch the top of the safe and turn it into air. Too big for that. Damn. I'll touch the, touch the door of the safe and turn it into air. It's all one object for this. Yeah. As you look around, there is a ledger in the room with one note on it near the back. The most of it is boring notes and stuff from various weapons and inventions and things. Nothing that seems particularly helpful. But near the back, it says, keep forgetting safe code. Remember to tattoo one body. Oh, so we are. That seems like an extreme measure for a code that can change, but already. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have to open up their door. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, trying to create in my mind exactly what kind of weapon would work good with, like, force powers. Um, is there any kind of uh, range weapon stuff in here, or are they all just sort of variants on. These are all melee weapons. weapons. Yeah, melee yeah. weapons. Yes. Using the professor's power uh, as my handsome assistant, may I roll to modify guitar to guitar to enhance <laughs> my musical abilities? It's a bit big for that. I say you can try, but the chances are extremely, extremely low. Well, it's one in six, surely. <laughs> no, because I, it, it depends on how many dice I roll. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Because I can roll three of them and still get a three. Not that I'm rolling three. It's a one. Yeah. Well, it's not you that needs to roll. It's him that needs to roll. Oh, me. It's Gastry. Oh, okay. I thought I was wrong. Well, he's it's a one. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. You try and it just... Nah. Maybe in the future when you have better, if you roll a few sixes and get some uh, more specific transformation powers or whatever, we'll work it out. Would you, I mean, uh, maybe I can maybe change your strings into something a little more acoustically uh, appropriate. My garage wires do not lend themselves well 
to acoustics, but they have many uses. And even steel. Try not to steal them. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Is there a club of some kind in the room? Yes. Can I take the club and ask Doc to turn it into a metal club for me? <laughs> Professor, yes, I can uh, roll again. Good to go. Five. Indeed. You touch it and there's just a little spark as it just <laughs> turns into a metal club. Thank you it's, very much. It's good that much. that succeeded, because also I did say any. You could have just said, is there a metal club in here? <laughs> I know, but I, I wanted to give him an opportunity. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you have a metal, a metal, it's more like a baseball bat, big club thing, but yeah. So these are all clubs and things, like, there's no swords and things? No, they're, they're all, all um, melee weapons, swords if you want them. I'll pick up a sword. Sure. Uh, we're going down the anime route, uh... That, was, is, that seems to please Rowan. I will pick up two uh, ninja <laughs> size, like uh, Raphael from. Oh, Tuesday there's the three pointed tell. things. Yeah. Dope. Werewolf with size. <laughs> Professor, please will you fuse these to my hands such that I am like a mecha wolverine? A mecha werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something he can do. I'm not sure I can do that, but I can try. <laughs> I'll give it a go. You just got to turn the handles into liquid metal and then very quickly turn them into <laughs> solid metal. Yeah, actually, yeah. I could turn the, turn the handles into water and then back into metal immediately and they would yeah. sort of form around the hands. Roll to you see. Could, you could just, you you could just could make it that. into a, like a strap Alex, around, if, around if my palm. we can't palm. use this system to do some bullshit, then we can't use that. <laughs> and that was just like the bullshit. level of bullshit. I'm like, say you can roll. If it doesn't work, it's gonna just, you're going to end up with weapons with no handles. I'll try it. It's fine, you can pick it more. Come on, you can do it. Six. Yeah! I, I've, got a, I've got a skill of making handles. Fast, Trent. Can, fast, can I would, double I would say construct weapon. Yeah, no, they, it, you do weapon. fuse it away and back, and it sticks to your body for some weird reason or another. I'm going to say you have... Magic. Yeah, like, you, you, are very, you can now transform something into something and back very quickly. Okay, so double transform. Yeah. At, at level two. Would this aid in the construction of a guitar? <laughs> no. I don't think so. You'll succeed and then immediately turn it back. <laughs> Is there a guitar in the weapons room? Is there a guitar in the room? Uh, no, it's not a weapon. Damn. That's right. So, I mean, I feel, I feel like that's up to who you ask. Behind that there door. <laughs> there's some kind it. of creature, right? It's probably a zombie, if I had to guess. And probably on the body of that zombie is going to be the mm. code for the safe. Yeah, yeah, So we're yeah. going to have to open that door and deal yeah. with the zombie. Yeah, I can do it. I'm going to try and transfer the door's too big, isn't it? I can do the locks one at a time, though. Yes, you can. I'm going to start transforming the locks until yeah. so they vanish. And when I get to the last one, you say when you're ready, and I will do the last one. I will, oh, I will also you, ready is, my bluegrass jaws of chrome destruction. Can you please, for me, just once, turn the doorknob into an egg? <laughs> I will try and... For old time's sake. Sure. <laughs> I'll try and turn Yay! the doorknob into an egg. Into an egg. Beep. Go down I'll the boil. door. Flunk, 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 turning all of the locks into... Air. Water. Air. 
I guess. Just down down all of them. Until the last one Egg. disappears. The latch is all open as the door is bam, hit fairly hard. It's a heavy door, so it kind of starts to slip open. And as it opens just enough, you can see the zombie of an old man with a partially fallen out big bushy grey beard and various parts of the you know the hair and the head and everything slipping off the skin but more worryingly than all of that three mutation bands on its arm uh-huh. oh no since i'm right by the door i'm going to try and touch on the mutation bands all of you are going to uh you will get a, a round to try and do stuff but we're still going to roll a little bit of initiative i got six on initiative Okay, and you'll get extra initiative. Um, six, yep. Everyone else? we got? I got a one. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, and the professor? Four. Okay. Uh, hang on, bear with me. Writing stuff down. Where'd he go? There it is. Okay. So the order is the sister, the professor, old man Burple, and then strumming Steve. Uh, but first, you all had some readied actions that we're going to let blast off first. So, yes, you wanted to blast your hand cannons and you wanted to blast your chrome, whatever the fuck you called it. So, the grass jaws of chrome destruction. Sure. Force kicking. Yep. Um, that is a six and a three for an eye. Sure. You jump upwards immediately and just smack it straight in the chest. Boom! Hitting it. Uh, you're doing a damage indeed, rather lovingly. Uh, at the same time, Strum and Steve, boom! Let out your blast. Uh, you said it, it hits a single thing but does more damage. Yeah, it's going to do two do I, damage. No, do no, I I'll, then I'll, get I'll... additional damage because of my Wolverine claws? No, because this is that's a different attack to the. This is like a ranged. Yeah, but what if I stab him as part of it? <laughs> <laughs> I love to say, I'm going to use my longbow. But what if I stab them at the same time? Yeah. Uh, okay. And after those little surprisey bits, uh, or the, those initial. Uh, uh, ready turns. It gets a little ready turn as well. I haven't it done also... my ready turn yet. You didn't have a ready turn. You were turning the locks into... I said I was going to touch... Okay, fine, fine. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it does its readied turn uh, where so in knew, a flash... It knew the... I was opening the locks. Hmm? Yeah, it bashed down the door. Surely that was its turn. It was already bashing. We could take longer on this, or I could just no, do no, it. No, no, carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to go the anime route. You see it move so quickly that it leaves a after image. Yeah. And just, just appears behind. And we're doing this theater of the mind kind of. Behind all three of you, off in the distance, as you, what is left is... <laughs> you did manage to hit it just before it did, but it leaves this little <laughs> smoke uh, trail behind it. We're then going to go into the initiative with the sister first. Yes, I would like to do a force charge and swing with my metal iron club 
going for its head. Sure. You charge in, go for a big old swing. Three. Unfortunately not. You. The speed seems to keep up as you swing and it just moves out of the ray. Out of the ray? Out of the <laughs> way. Uh, professor. I am going to... Take off the bowler and throw the it. Old Give it a roll. Come on. That's a three. Uh, matches a three. So yes, you swing out the uh, the hat in it. Hits, uh, stabs off of them. It is not a returning hat. Uh, we can do that if you get like a six. But it does do a damage. And it sort of lands on the floor. The hat. It's Old Man Burple's turn, who's going to uh, move forwards towards... Actually, no, because stand, standing in front of uh, the sister is going to ball up a fist of horrid goopiness and try to just punch you hard in the stomach. Please roll as a defense. Do you have a double defense? No, you don't. No. You got a five. You defend. You it goes into hit, and you just put the uh, like the bat in the way, and it just clang. You hear this horrible crunching noise as its hand like dissip- dissipates slightly. It's un uh, unfazed. Strummer's Steve. Oh yes. You know when I try to create the keto. Yes. And I failed. Did I get? We haven't been doing XP for failed rolls. I completely yeah. forgot about that. <clears throat> I also forgot about that. Mm. I also forgot about that. So, I'm going to say no XP for attacks because that's a little different, but for your failed rolls, um, seeing as I can't remember... Do you want to start from now because I can't remember who's done it and who hasn't? I was just going to give all of you one XP. I'm, I'm sure you've all failed at least once. How does the XP <laughs> yeah. work? Uh, effectively, you can turn any dice into a six. You can't do it to pass a check, but you can do it to forcefully level up. Uh, a skill. Okay. Because the reason okay. I'm not, one of the reasons I'm asking that is because could I, having had that XP, could I use that on the hat spin to make it a? It wouldn't give any more damage, but it would make it a six instead of a four. No, because it's already retrospectively giving it to you, but it is a thing you can okay. do going forward. I'll do it next time. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Shrimmer Steve. Uh, how far away is he? From you, I'm going to say twenty feet or so. Not too far. Okay, uh, you said I can move forty, so I will. I will move up to him. Oh, that's mm-hmm. much better. Sorry, I was while other people were taking their turns. I was having an AI generator do its thing. Mine's way better. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So, Strum and Steve will go up to um. Uh, the old man, and using. Uh, a combination of the Wolverine claws and the guitar strings is going to uh, attempt to tie them up and uh, yeah, have them over. Okay, so you're trying hog to restrain t- Hogtie it, that's it. That's the... Yeah. To well, lasso hogtie. Roll a d6. A d6? <laughs> Five. That's a six. Amazing. Okay, so Hogtie, level two. God, you're doing a load of sixes. Um, there you tie him up and he just gets all tied up and uh, is at this point effectively restrained. Um, sister. 
This was a technique I developed at school. <laughs> Don't like the way you said that. You'll have advantage on your attacks. Okay. Strength. Makes sense. Okay. Can I do... Alright, hear me out. It is a force smash where I use a force kick to get some air, and then I also force my force one from my back to flip around to get more momentum and smash down. It won't do any more damage, but if you obviously get all your it's cool as hell. Um, now, because that's using force kick, do I use the force kick too to build that? Off that? Yeah, so you do a force kick. And then if if it levels up, we'll give you like a new like roundhouse, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a four and a one, five. It does succeed. Uh, as oh. you spin around, bam, slam it. Uh, although you did have advantage, so you might be able to get some sixes on that to roll again. Advantage on both? Well, so it's just rolling the same dice again. So it's okay. just the two dice again. For both are sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Roundhouse kick level three. Thank you for that advantage. It's not a roundhouse kick. That it gets it gets its anime blessed name now. Um, Which is um uh <laughs> I I'm sorry for this. This is the first thing that came to mind. Um the the hog of God. <laughs> the hog of God. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I don't even know what that. Sorry. Like, does it does it look like a regular roundhouse kick though? Except you shout the Hog of God. That's <laughs> why no. so I'm doing acronyms for these, and the acronyms to Thog. <laughs> you get a Thog. Uh, All right. Well, no, it's, it's a thog. spinning smash with the club, not a kick. Which is basically uh, force kick to get air. Yeah. Okay. Um, <sighs> That's hilarious. Uh, Professor. So, we're standing in a wooden shack, yes? Yes. So it's wooden floorboards with gaps between everything. And he is currently standing... Wooden metal on the inside. So the floor is all metal. Is it panels or one, one big huge sheet? It can't be one big huge sheet. Uh, um, large panels. He Not is currently tied up and restrained if you are wanting to do that thing. I could do that. I was thinking about uh, if I could touch his feet, turn them into water, which would drain through, and then turn them back to feet again. It's not really set up. Like <laughs> You'd end up just any other building. I'd be like, yes, but I specifically yeah. said this one's like a metal case, box. In which basically. case, uh, since he's restrained while he's still alive, I'm going to touch that lastly one of those three-year straps. Cool. One, two, or three, because they don't say what they are. I'll roll a dice to find out. One, two, three, four, five, six. And it is a five, which is three. Three. Okay, I think I'll like this one. So, you go over, touch them together as he tries to restrain, but he's held, so that works for me. Uh, and you press on his, a little thing, little bit lights up that you assume is your little transfer button. Boop, and the searing pain goes through your arm once more. It collects up on your, on your bracelet. And you get a power to gain detailed information about objects, people, events, etc. Uh, using the five senses. And you can do that five, five times per day. So it'll be five times for the rest of this. Just gonna start licking stuff. <laughs> if you want to. 
You gotta run it through your mustache like a comb. Exactly. Sense of touch. <laughs> okay. Uh, that'll be your action, but yes, that takes it away from them. So they no longer have that power, not that you knew that they did. Nope. Uh, it is their turn, and they uh, just sort of thrash around a bit, and then in a, in a sort of a little bit of an aggressive move, they grab onto your um, lasso and use their other power, the one that you haven't seen, which uh, allows them to move items magically from one location to another. So just making this lasso disappear from around him and just appear, you know, a little bit over to the side. You Do I it. have an opportunity to defend? No, it's just a power that he has. So it just unrestrains him. It is his action, however, so that's all he can do. Uh, Stromus David is your turn. He's no longer restrained. I will... Did Did I see anything light up when he did that? No. Okay. Oh, just, I will also transfer a, a thing. So I guess cool. with a headbutt. <laughs> as it's not on my wrist. Just like <laughs> slam your face down to his hand. Now, because he is restrained, you're going to have to roll to be able to do this this time. Because he's going to try and resist. Because he isn't restrained. Yeah, because he isn't restrained. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant if I didn't say it. Uh, do I just use 1d6 or do I use one of my attack skills? Uh, it'll just be 1d6, which is just like steel power. That's a 2. Unfortunately not. You try to get close enough and he's moving his arms around too much and you are unable to get to it. Uh, are you going to move? Or just stay uh, Is that my action? Yes. No, I'll just stay next to him. Cool. Sister. I want to use force to like press down on him like a like to increase my weight and restrain him to the floor. It won't that's... increase your weight. No, but like emitting so you, you want to, so you're trying to restrain him. him. You're trying to grab, grapple, yes. but with like using your force. Well, I mean, roll the standard d6, but yeah, it's good. The details are good for skill level ups. Six. For God's sake, that's a three. It succeeds, <laughs> and you've got I don't know, like force. Gravity cage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gravity cage two. Wait, we're making it more more anime, aren't we? So I guess uh, gravity cage of the ancestor's eye. <laughs> <laughs> that's level two okay so he's once again restrained <laughs> um, professor up now before I do this I, do you want me if I kill him right <laughs> then those traps don't work anymore yeah you might as well try and take one so no, that's if you fine. don't mind I'll take because the more less power he has the easier is to defeat but I don't want to take all the powers and no, nobody else have one you, you have earned Strum and Steve's respect so he will not mind then in that case I will take his second pack uh, I'll take number um, two, three is one four five six is two that's a one so it's number one number one so you touch them together again, you press the button, you feel this pain go through you, and you're stolen from him. His speed burst. So effectively, so fast. Uh, you can move using a speed burst so fast it seems like teleportation, uh, 30 feet. So it's effectively teleportation. Um, and it has a, a recharge on a 5 or a 6. So every time you do it, you can roll a, five, roll a d6, and if you get a 5 or a 6, it recharges. If not, next time, ne on your next turn, it doesn't take an action to do so. You can roll to see if it recharges. So, it's all legendary action style. Um, I didn't quite follow that, sorry. So. so effectively, you can do it, 
because yeah. it's charged. And then once you have done it, you roll a d6. And yeah. if you get a five or a six on that d6, the power recharges. If yeah. not, you have to wait until your next turn to, as a free action, roll again to see if it recharges. Right, 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 right. Um, but you can't perform the action on the same turn that it recharges. Got it. Okay, you stole on that. Um, it's his turn. Um, he's getting a little frustrated. He's running out of powers. <laughs> he's I, just gonna... I failed on a thing. So you're you're going to have to add... remind about the failing. Yes, you should. I should add an XP, so I now have two XP. Yes. And remind me how we use that. <laughs> we can just... um, you can turn any dice into a six. It cannot uh, force a check to pass, but it can create a, a level up on that gotcha. skill. But if you roll two, like if you roll a three and a three, you have to then use two XP to make them both into sixes. Gotcha. Um, on my Burple's turn, just going to start clawing at you, gripping onto him. Right. Uh, roll to defend. Two. To five. I just to scratch at your back. You feel this like pain as the nails dig under your skin. Uh, you're going down to eight health. Eight. Strum and Steve. Uh, I will attempt to take the uh, the last power. Sure. There's only one left, so you move in and uh, grab it. Uh, you put your head to it, press the button, yeah. and you gain the power to summon or move objects. Uh, so summon or move items or objects from one location to another, again, restricted by sort of items you can uh, hold. So, like, that's why you wouldn't be able to move a person, but you can move, um, you know, whatever you can hold on to. Um, I use the power. Does a keytar appear in my hand? Uh, no. Okay, to define... <laughs> <laughs> within 30 feet. I could summon them from I know. other places. Summon keytar. <laughs> within... 30 feet. Didn't he use that power to move himself out of the restraints? He moved the restraints yes, yeah. away from him. Oh, the restraints we are to move himself. Oh, I see, I see. So that's why he didn't do it, being grabbed, because he can't move the person. So yeah. if someone will move items or objects from one location to another within like a 30 feet range, and it has the same roll of d6 recharge on a 5 or 6. Um, that was your turn. Sister, I'm going to put this thing out of his misery or what? Um, I would love to. Uh, I just want to grab the sides of its head and do like a force burst inward so it just... Okay. <laughs> well, roll to see if... Roll to see. Works. Um, I'm going to use an XP to make it a, a, a 6, but it was a 3. It was a 3. It does not succeed, but you can, of course, uh, use that XP, and now you have, um... I don't know, like, Force Crush? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But for the anime name. Yeah, whatever. You, you can make the anime name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whilst you're thinking about that, Professor, it is your turn. Um, well, I will... Uh, presumably I can see some, some element of his skull there. Can I see any of his brain through the skull? Not currently, no. Touch some part of the part of the brain. Uh, sorry, the uh, the skull, and turn to water. Okay. Well, roll to uh, attempt to do so. Called divine crushing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting like abbreviated versions of these names, but I know you've got them written down. So that's fine. Three out of three. You are successful. I rolled very badly. You uh, touch the head, and just the whole skull just <laughs> into water. What? 
into water again. It's just like, <laughs> snake oil. It's a snake oil. <laughs> uh, you're gripping onto him right now, sister, so therefore you get covered in this horrid, like, oily substance uh, as it just, he just flops. Uh, dead in your snake arms. Snake oil isn't, isn't oily, it's alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's alcohol, okay. It smell very strongly of alcohol. Well, then, it, then you get oh, like I an inhale. You, you know when you like inhale, an actual if you snake oil? No, oh god. If you, you know, if you ever like inhale, like, um, hand, um, the sterilizing, whatever hand gel, the alcohol, alcohol rub. And sometimes you like, if you breathe it in or whatever, it's just like straight to your brain. It's that yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> but yeah, he just kind of like flops in your arms and falls to the ground. Yeah, I told you that snake oil cures everything. Is, the, is this what you meant? Is this what you meant when you said that? <laughs> well. If we have found the cure already, surely our task is accomplished. I think it only cures life so far. I too have found that cure. <laughs> 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 okay. So take it easy. Is he, is he uh, down? He's down. He's gone. He's, he's water. I should examine his rather disgusting. Examine his body oh, and God, find a. You find a five number long code, uh, which, to save the time of doing it, works on the safe and. What are the numbers though? Um, six, one. <laughs> okay, you two, didn't have to roll. One. One. That's a bad choice. I like that Alex said to save time. I know what happens. The meme will always take the thing that wasted time. (laughs) Inside the safe. This is where it's going to get more and more anime and more and more ridiculous at every moment. I'm going to love every second of it. Inside the safe are three more mutation bands, a small leather journal, and a strange mechanical sphere. The sphere is about the size of a watermelon, bronze in colour, with cogs and springs and all sorts of odd mechanical wonders within. Look at the journal first, see if there's anything about what the other stuff in here is. The journal contains blueprints and specifications of the sphere, showing that it is some kind of magical bomb, but there are some parts missing. There's a list of items needed. I see. Uh, and the back of the book is a little map that points to the town square, specifically at the fountain, yep. that says, place here for maximum effect. The parts cool. that are missing, uh, I'm going to quickly run through. Clockwork core, a finely crafted, intricate clockwork mechanism that serves at the, uh, as the heart of the magical device. I will send this all to you. Uh, and then there's a note that says, there should be one in the sawmill inside the center of the water wheel. There is an ethereal resonator, a delicate spinning contraption that amplifies and channels magical energies. The note says, I lent the damn thing to Willow to use for his lathe. I knew he wouldn't give it back. Three, Arcanite Geode, a crystal with a hollow center that can be filled with uh, filled with intricate clockwork, allowing to store and release magical energy in controlled bursts. The note says, stolen from me. I suspect it was Wyatt Dawson using it on the end of his billiards cue to gain an advantage. A gross use of a very powerful item. Four, uh, Sorcerer's Siphon Gravimetal, a complex network of small tubes and chambers designed to extract magical energy from the surrounding environment, storing it for later use in enchanted items or spells. The note says, hard to make, but shouldn't need to. Pretty sure there'll be one under a carriage used as a momentum buffer. And five, Planar Conduit Nexus, a complex array of intersecting planar conduits that tap into the mystical forces of alternate dimensions, drawing power from other realms to fuel magical devices. And the note says, confiscated from me by Sheriff Masterson. You all got that, right? I, was gonna, I know that. Yes, actually. I know that there's an hour and fifteen left. I'm just putting it out there. There's no way we're oh, no, five know. items in that. Time. <laughs> oh, I know. But to be fair, you're going to get a lot more powers. I didn't expect it to take this long to get to this point. <laughs> if I'm honest, uh, maybe, maybe there are three items missing. 
Maybe there are. We'll see. Professor, how we are you able to make the geode? And one I'll of the we'll others. see how we go. We'll see how we go. We'll get so you're creative. about to get three more powers, and you're about to become ultimate beings of insane power. Um, do we want to distribute all three of these equally, or should we distribute it according to how the other uh, ones were currently? Uh, Rowan, you have one power, and the yeah. uh, the professor has three, and Strom and Steve has two. But let's let's start off with the a sister sister act, taking the first right. one. I'll okay. put a snap bracelet on my hand. Put one on <laughs> for you. You can now use lunar power, but I'm going to change that to solar power because we're not going to have time to get to night. So you can use solar power to summon ghosts. Interesting. Okay. I don't know what oh. that's going to mean. Um, um, me either. Where is this list from, Alex? I know, it's online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say uh, standard uh, as of the roll of d6 recharge on a, on a 5 or a 6, just to keep it not being too, like insane but i don't really care too much and in what is so it does one thing it's not like a not like the not like the starting abilities where we can do other things with it it's just don't you want with it i don't know you're summoning ghosts okay okay so you're still rolling a dice to do the thing it's just not something you can do at will it has to recharge okay all right all right who's next did we decide on if we're each getting one or if we're... Are we dividing equally or equitably? Well, there's two. I've got three. You've got two. Sister Act's got two. So if you each have one each of the remaining ones, we'll all have We'll three. all be at the same powers. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, go for that. Who's I next? will attach another to my head. Okay. The next one that we get... <laughs> it's just like getting more and more and more. <laughs> Head gets long. I'm turning this five gallon hat into a ten gallon hat. <laughs> Hell yeah. You get the power to induce levels of anxiety in others ranging from mildly nervous to utter panic. That's I'm, fucked up. I'm gonna turn that That's into up. you can induce fear, like the like the DD. You can do give fear. Um That's real again, fucked up. Again, a roll on a recharge just to make it not ridiculously overpowered, but yes, you can do it to the zombies because otherwise what the fuck's the point? And to be fair, I think you were kind of already effective in doing that. <laughs> with just the words that you say. <laughs> and then who's I taking feel the this mutation band is defective. It doesn't, like <laughs> it doesn't seem to be working with my anatomy. Is Rowan his sister having the last one? Yeah. Perfect. She can now produce a concentrated wall of energy that blocks objects and absorbs energy. I'm going to say it's it's a defense. So basically, you'll get like a, a defense two slash going higher if we can get it up. But it's like a special defense of energy. Okay. Energy wall. And I'm saying it also skill of defense two. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like you're currently rolling 1d6 to defend. You're just rolling two. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, which and it can go up, and I'm sure I can add more stuff to it as it gets more specific. Yeah, your your energy power just goes from aggressive to also being defensive. Okay. Okay. How are you doing? Incredible. Howdy, friends. Is it a bad idea that we split up to what we believe are the three safest options? 
Sure, why not? I, you only have a limited amount of time, so why not? I have never felt more powerful in my entire life, so if I can't do it now, I can't do it ever. Okay, so where are you all going? Where are you choosing? Let me see. What's the, uh, we've obviously got something. Where's the list? It's in the chat. Yeah, it's um, on the C3 Talks. The, uh, I... the, the, the giant has moved. Yes. As you look outside, it has been moving around and has moved over much further north. I uh... will go to the sawmill. Okay. Okay. Because I think I can cover up. more ground. Well, no, Mark, you have the speedy power, don't you? I do have the, I do have the speedy power. I, could, I, I can could, I can go over buildings with my force. Again, kick. it will take like two minutes to get a, get to it. The, okay. These like things are not that far away. I'll go to the sawmill. I'll go to the sawmill. You go to the sawmill. Yeah. Where are the others going? Well, the lathe is presumably is that the sawmill or is that? Uh... Uh, I will go to the billiard yeah, but... parlor and keep an eye out for a carriage on the way. I'm going to go to Willow's Carpentry. Okay. Start with the sawmill, because that's the one I got first. So. I'm, I'm force-kicking my way over rooftops. Yes, you're blasting across the big guy's front. As you get to the sawmill, it's on the river. You can see that it has a water wheel used probably to power the sawmill at one point. But the abandoned sawmill presents a pretty forlorn visage. Its exterior of weathered, rotting wooden planks tells a story of neglect with broken windows and a crumbling roof. On the side of the building, dipped into the river, is an old and broken water wheel that obviously once ran power to the sawmill. The planks are rotten like the rest, stopping passing water from being able to rotate the wheel any longer, and allowing red vines of some sort to grow all over the wheel, almost completely masking the wooden colour. Inside the building, you can see through the windows, a silence as deep as the surrounding desert prevails, with rusted saw blades and timber strewn across the dusty floor, long abandoned by workers. Nature's reclamation is evident as creeping vines and spiderwebs drape the skeletal machinery and shattered windows, shrouding the mill in an eerie stillness that once echoed, probably, with the relentless buzz of industry. Give me a little roll to recognize these vines on the wheel. Okay. Well, that's a D20. That's not the number. <laughs> you probably succeed on that. I'd be very that sad if four? <laughs> Four's enough. You've interacted with these before, and you know them as Venomthorn Creepers, a poisonous vine that stings on touch and will damage mm. you if you touch them. All right. Can I use the power of my solar ghosts? Assuming, if they're solar ghosts, that they have some kind of heat to burn away the vines? They don't have... It's not, they're not fire. Well, it's a, if they were solar ghosts having heat to burn... Oh, I see. No, you're away. using... That's like where the like power into you is coming from, rather than them being fire ghosts. Uh, I'm solar-powered. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can they interact with the world? Can I use them to just pull away the vines since they don't have like, I'll let you a roll with them to see how well they can interact with the world. Okay. So you spawn a ghost, it just from your hands. This, they can't, that, they're bad. From your body, this ghost sort of appears. Uh, a random visage of like uh, some cowboy that's probably died a long time ago. It looks around a bit confused. Yeah. Looks around a bit confused. And you can see him mouthing, probably saying something along the lines of, where the fuck am I right now? But mm -hmm. there's no sound coming out. You command him. 
with ease and he walks over towards the uh, the vines and tries to grip at them and it's just not successful. It just seems to keep going through. There's a little bit of movement as though if he was a bit more skilled he might be able to, but it's just struggle. You have a little think. I'm going to skip across so that yes. we're not none of us are left out. Um, let's go with Willow's Carpentry. Willow's Carpentry with my snake oil. Willow's Carpentry features a modest exterior of weathered, sun-bleached wooden planks with a delicately hand-painted sign showing the symbol of a saw. The door is broken on the hinges, and inside the air is rich with the scent of sawdust, boldened by the smell of old oil emanating from the lathes and other large tools scattered around the shop floor. Workbenches cluttered with tools, stacks of seasoned timber and unfinished wooden creations line the walls, and a row of tall windows at the front allow the sunlight to stream in, casting a warm amber glow over the tabletops that once crafted everything from furniture to wagon wheels, not the chocolate. As you enter, you can hear a gentle rumbling, like the hum of a motor, much quieter, echoing around the shop. As you move in, the source of the noise becomes fairly obvious fairly quickly. Termites. Thousands and thousands of termites start pouring from the cracks in the walls and from within the furniture, collecting in the center of the room, building up into a vaguely humanoid shape. Well, that's not going to be easy to defeat. We'll get back to you. Um... Joe, you want which I, remind me where you were going to? Pa's billiard parlor. Uh, yes, I was headed to the billiard parlor, keeping an eye out for any vehicles that might have the so going to Pa's billiard parlor from where you are. You would be you would see in the town square the stables, which around the back ha does have some carriages. Then I would stop off there first. Sure. The stables. The stable stands strong despite the surrounding chaos, with its strong timber frame and metal fastenings. The thatched roof is starting to sag as it has not been cared to in a while, but still keeps giving still keeps giving shade from the unrelenting heat outside. Inside, the air is heavy with a musty scent of hay and old manure, with dilapida dilapidated stalls and cobweb-covered harnesses serving as a reminder of the bustling activity that once defined this place. The stalls are mostly empty bar one, which still has a horse standing inside, tied to the wall, strong and unharmed, which is an unexpected sight. But the answer to the mystery of the lack of starvation is very evident very quickly. In the corner of the stall is a tall stack of rotten, half-eaten zombies, and the dried blood around the muzzle of the horse suggests that perhaps it has been sustaining itself in a rather innovative fashion. In the pile of zombies, you can see three fresh unused mutation bands. Unfortunately, as you approach, the horse becomes aggressive and tugs against its rope as if protective, protective of the food. Around the back of the stables are a few broken carriages, and presuming you check them out, on the bottom there is an item that looks somewhat like a small and complex pan flute of golds and silvers. There are small chambers with runes on them and various connectors of gems of different colours that would probably make sense to their inventor. This is, as you were looking for, the Sorcerer's Siphon Grabber Metal. Cool. I'll grab that and ignore the pile of corpses and the horse. Damn. Shame. You don't want more powers. Um, I, I don't think it's worth trying to fight a horse for something 
So it has, it has to be alive have for to us fight to use it? them. A hundred percent, I would have to fight the horse. <laughs> to be fair, if it's sustaining it itself go. on flesh, you don't have any. That is true. That is true. <laughs> you don't have to attack the horse. <laughs> Uh, you said the the horse is currently tied up. Haven't it is got, tied up. Yes. Haven't you got uh, the power to do make things uh, anxious? Yeah, I also have the ability to move objects within thirty feet, so I will just summon mutation bands. <laughs> Beautiful, excellent. Yeah, sure, that works. Okay. Works for me. And I will put one of them on now. Okay. Oh dear, this is just going to cause so much fucking chaos. <laughs> That's the way we like it. Do I put all of them on now? <laughs> we'll find out. The first one, your programming updates ever so slightly. And you feel... Wi-Fi detected. This strong... Bluetooth, yes. Uh, you have the ability to, within uh, reason of roles, take control of the bodies and minds of others. Oh my god. Uh, it will go and uh, <laughs> you can see, but effectively, yeah, you can kind of take control of them. Um, it will be the classic, whilst you're in control of them, you cannot control your own body, but yeah, they'll have a little resistance, and you can see if you can uh, <laughs> take them over. I wish just I a, what I assume Rolo. is a Rolo. Yeah, Rolo. Yeah. Are you just, just going to steal the other two? <laughs> Do it. I would. <laughs> I feel like this is Joe fighting against Strum and Steve. No, I won't, because we chose the equitable division rather than the equal division. <laughs> okay. If we had gone the other way, I would have done it, because it would have been who found them. Fair enough. Yeah. But because we, because we specifically equaled it out, I will not turn them on. Wait. We can... I can just turn them on and then give them to people, can't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I can, they can be transferred, so I will, in fact, turn them on and then I can just offload them. Sure. Yeah. Offload the ones you don't like. <laughs> yeah. That's still equitable. <laughs> it is. It is. Mm. The next one, the power runs through and you feel a little disappointed because it's not particularly useful nor is it particularly fun but then this is the other end of the scale uh you're now able to hear whenever someone nearby is talking about you <laughs> nearby is undefined within the town if someone's talking about you you can hit listen in okay and the third one the third one you feel the motors and servos in your hands and wrists get more powerful as you are now able to grab and restrain objects with a powerful grip. I'm going to just give you like a restrain three. Cool. Because you already have hog time, but this is just a restrain. You can grab people hard. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's move back to the carpentry shop, where there is this humanoid figure that starts 
wolf moving towards you, different like termites falling off, can collecting back up. This vague holds where the eyes would be and mouth opening up, letting out a weird like chittering noise of all the wings of the cockroaches. Cockroaches, cockroaches. I thought they were uh, termites. Talk, I meant termites. So, um... <clears throat> okay. Um, so I'm going to use my power to get detailed info of the best way to kill these termites. Okay. Which sense are you using? Um, I can... They're fishing, I suppose. Okay. Because it would change like what kind of details I give you. Mm. So that uses one of the senses. Okay. So, from a visual inspection, you see in your third eye, they're not... that They're held together by magic, and they are individually not particularly powerful, thinking that if you can separate out the chunks and do damage whilst you do so, for example, acid, knives, swords, things like that, it will probably be very effective rather than trying to like use blunt force because that would most likely sort of hit them and not do a lot in terms of damage. In that case, I have... That will be your reaction, so it gets, it's going to okay. go go next. It moves over towards you thump, thump, and just tries to surround you with its hand of termites as they attempt to attack your body. Uh, you have a normal defense currently, so it's not a very good roll from them. That's a two. It's a two as well. It surrounds you, and you feel them biting and scratching at your face, uh, doing a single damage to you, leaving little marks, and a couple of them still hanging off your face a little bit. Your turn. My turn. I have my bottle of extremely potent acid that I made. I never used. Sounds good. So I should simply pour it all over the termite person. Give me your all. The intrusive part say, in me. And, and you're going to drink it. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back. Um, yeah. uh, that is a six. A <laughs> six. <laughs> Though it would be cool to drink it and as it touches your lips, like it leaves a little burn, but you transform it into water as it enters your mouth, then you spray it and exhale it as acid again. Actually, that I can would be fine. I can do the old double double change. You do have well, the double switch. Well, so you pour over the um that and I'm gonna say that does like three damage. That's it starts melting them down. Like they are very, very hurt. You have a six, which means of course you can uh, get a new skill. Which, I mean, what's the skill for pouring acid on something? Acid spray. I want to make it more generic because you've used your acid and I don't want to then be like, well, you don't have any acid to use your acid spray. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, I know what I'll do. I will, I will give Liquid you acid application. spray. No, I'll give you acid spray. I'll do it with your transformation that you can, in the same move, transform liquid to acid and use it as an attack. And that's a, a oh, level two yeah. skill. Acid spray attack. Because before you'd have to transform it into acid and then try yeah. to do it. Now you can do it as one. And that's a level two, yeah? It's a level two skill. It's, you, you hear again this chitter of wings and movement as part of its body <laughs> melts down. You see these termites, termites falling to the ground. It's going to go try to surround you, like always dig into the ground and try to surround you from beneath. Uh, again, roll pretty badly, defend. Defending with a... Oh. It gets a two. It tries to do that, and you take a step to the left. 
Your turn. <laughs> I'll use my new, new, uh, new, uh, newly learned acid spray. I'll get my snake. Sure. Get my another bottle of snake oil. Yeah, sure. You spray it out at them for sure. Is, uh, and roll is, two. Yeah, roll two d six. And that is oh a six and a four. Very, very lovely. Now you do have an XP. You could up that if you wanted to. Um, yeah, go on. I'll do that. Okay. Six so six. Use your XP. It still it succeeds. It doesn't succeed any better. Uh, and yeah, the rest of that just melts these termites down to the ground. There's just nothing left but a weird, slightly liquidated pool of bug. And you get an even more specific. Um, what's more specific than acid spray? Um... Touch. The professor mm. transitions to a D and D campaign and learns <laughs> a cantrip. <laughs> um, ooh, acid blood. You can transform oh. the blood inside of a person ooh, to acid. Yes. acid That's level three. Level three. Is that touch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking... blood. <laughs> that would be awful. I mean, it won't instantly kill them. But... Cannot be used against me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you turn your oil into uh, into. But I could turn you, your oil. I you could said your... it was specific to blood. Yeah, yeah, but I can yep. change your. I can probably change your oil to blood first. You've got to get some oil first. <laughs> okay. Um... I don't want to. My side. Uh, yes, I'll kill it. Yes. Marvelous. Should, do you want to finish off what I'm doing there, or do I go to somebody else? Might as well. So obviously, I'm going to be looking around for. This uh, whatever the piece was, I forget which piece I'm looking sure. for. You look around and find fairly quickly that inside the bearings of the lathe, one of the bigger lathes, is a bronze and silver contraption, cylindrical in shape, with fragments of gems embedded into the sides, uh, letting out a very gentle purple glow that is very easily removable. It is um, in a theory resonator. And sitting at the back of the shop is a small safe with a dial lock. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm looking around to see if there are any numbers anywhere. Roll to investigate. I will roll to investigate. <clears throat> Four. You don't find anything. Okay, so this time I'm going to look at the save. Can I, um, it was safe made of? Metal. Metal. Well, first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to try and pick, I'm going to try and pick it anyway. I'm going to try and, you try and turn the lock. You touch the lock and start to turn it, and you hear a clunk as it locks. Oh, it was open. <laughs> that's messed up. That's, that's, the rudest, messed up. that's the rudest shit you've ever done. <laughs> so I'm going to try and, I'm try and uh, crack it. Yeah, try and, try and crack the lock. Uh, that is AI. Oh, it's a six. Oh, slimy. <laughs> And I rolled a, a two and a three for a five. You succeed, and safe cracking is going to be an extra skill. <laughs> uh, you almost, I feel like that's fair that you got that <laughs> after it. <clears throat> um, yeah, you, you know, I feel like that's the first time you actually got revenge for the door handle thing. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, but he immediately opened it. Inside, uh, uh, I a three mutation. I really mental note. Try the door first. Sorry, carry on. Inside are three mutation pens. Well, I will do the same. Uh, I will find out what the sure. three are. And... <laughs> oh, that's rude. You take the first one. 
Yeah. And you feel the power come through you when you clench up your fists and Wolverine style claws shoo, <laughs> come out of your hands. <laughs> That's um, really rude. <laughs> That's messed up. Yep. <laughs> the second oh. one. The second one. You feel one with nature as you are able to summon nearby animals for assistance. Okay. The Disney Princess Band. <laughs> and the third one <laughs> is almost completely useless to you, apart from one very specific and rude use. You were able to connect to uh, robotic, it says online databases, but like robotic interfaces and mentally manipulate the data. Effectively, you could just like <laughs> manipulate the data a little bit of your robot friend. <laughs> it's just rude. Um, Make him not a murder psychopath. <laughs> well. That's what I like about him. <laughs> you should give him oh, the power, and that will give him sentience. Um, he already has sentience. Yeah, he can manipulate himself. Oh, damn. Joe, are you not sentient? <laughs> Joe is <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all want to, seeing as you've all done a thing, collect up at Pa's Billiard Parlor? I never got my item. True, I forgot to go back to you. Okay, so what are you doing? Oh, um, I want to try to do the same kind of thing as I was doing with Divine Crushing, where I was like pushing the force out through my hands, but I want to fine-tune it by pinching my fingers together to be more like a, a blowtorch kind of force. Not for the flame, but for the force to cut through these vines. Sorry, I, I don't recognize... Did you say Divine Crushing? <laughs> crushing. Sorry. Now I understand right what you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> sure, I mean... Yeah, sure, Force Crush. You're going to Force Crush the roots of the um, the vines to try and get them to... Yeah. Um, one is a six, one is a five. I will use Divine XP I got from my last failure trying to get through these vines to make the other one a six. Sure. And you managed to, so that goes up to a level three. Um, yeah. You managed to cut through the base of these, destroying some of the stone that it's attached to as it does. As it releases, you realize that the vines do not fall. They were the only things, in fact, holding up the entire water wheel that just. Oh, good. And just shatters into a million pieces. But the back face that is now facing upwards. It's not covered in vines, because it was up against the wall. Convenient. I will go to the center of the wheel and pull out the core. Go to the center of the wheel. Um, yeah, nestled into the bearing, uh, nestled deep into the bearing of the wheel, is a small golden sphere with glowing circles etched into the surface. It's warm to the touch and seems to vibrate gently with ticks like that of a clock, as though cogs are turning inside, and it is the clockwork core. Wonderful. Do you now want to all collect up at Pa's Billion Pala? Yes. 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 You all collect together, and you can to see... I'll interface. <laughs> In fact... I'm meeting you at, at Pa's Billion Pala. Uh, I mean, I can hear when anyone talks about me, so <laughs> if, you, if you are addressing me, then but, I can hear you. But I don't know that, so I'll just... You all, you all collect <laughs> up in front of Pa's Billion Pala, and... Sister, you see... Both yeah. of them have three more mutation bands, and you do not. <laughs> Whatever. 
I got what I need. Howdy, folks. I have Alex to distribute. Oh, wonderful. Well, I have, I'll take uh, whichever one. I have some as well, and of course, uh, also snake oil, if anybody should wish to have some snake oil, which cures all known ills. Professor, you were able to contact me, so if you take this, we can talk to each other at range. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, you now have the one where you can hear when someone is talking about you. Okay, I can hear someone talking about me, so... Uh, this is some weird community. So I have to be talking about the professor who can then convey the information that I say about him yes. to you. So you can talk to me and I can talk to you by proxy of the professor or yeah. you can talk directly to him, but he can't talk directly to you or we can just talk directly to each other. So the professor is our relay station. Yes. <laughs> kind of, yes. <laughs> Except it only works one way. Really. Yeah. <laughs> who would like... Um, some Wolverine claws. Sure, why not? <laughs> I, I already have Wolverine claws. <laughs> yeah, you already got them. They're built into your body. I could have I'll Wolverine claw feet. <laughs> 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 uh, and then I'm also going to give you the one that uh, induces fear, Rowan. Okay. Fear. Would anybody want like, to be able to communicate with animals? Not really. I already am. <laughs> uh, currently, I have it that Rowan, you have four. Uh, yes. The professor I don't has know. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, no, I got. Uh, oh no, you switched over the database. No, no. No. Yeah, no. I you have seven, four, and five, six. Oh, seven. Steve yeah, has four. But then, to be fair, the here's someone talking about you in the database are the ones that push those over the edge, really. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If anybody wants Wolverine claws or able to summon animals, they can have those. Right, you go for it. I'm I'm good oh. with what I have, so you take them. I will take Wolverine claws. Okay. You have the Wolverine claws. If someone would like to speak to a horse, there is one at the stable. It appears to have feasted on the residents. Can somebody? Hear you? I think I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> There is potential for some arbitrary force in the universe to designate a living creature an object or not. I shall attempt to summon the horse. No, that that's that's good, really. You don't have to. <laughs> I believe we are more than 30 it feet was thing, away. It was things that you should be able to hold. I can hold a horse. <laughs> you know what a fucking mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try and summon the horse. Uh, you're the one that can summon nearby animals. Where are you right now? If you're going over to Pars, which is the purple one, hey, it counts as nearby. You hear a like a shuddering and a rattling nearby from the stables. Uh, it's obviously trying to escape, but it's tied up to the wall. And then I should stop trying to summon it because it'll annoy the horse. And instead, I shall look around me. For the whatever it is, it's the, uh, the, the billiard cues. Pars Billiard Parlor. It has a modest painted exterior of faded green wooden boards with a weathered sign that reads Pars. <laughs> As you enter inside, the air is stale with old whiskey, the smell of tobacco emanating from the worn green felted tables sat beneath broken hanging lamps. 
Shattered stained glass windows cast a vague multicolored glow and uh, at leatherback chairs and bar stools surrounding the tables, which are in front of the long wooden bar, once offering respite for patrons engaging in both friendly games and heated wages. There's a scatter of dead bodies around the room, motionless, letting out a horrid smell in the heat, all of which seem to have a strange cavity in their chest, as though something exploded against them, destroying their insides. And as you get further into the room, you hear a muffled voice come from behind the bar. Don't come any closer or I'll blow your freaking heads off. As a figure jumps up from behind, behind the bar. He's middle-aged with a messy gray, graying beard, a torn bowler hat, and messy, dirty clothes. He's holding in his hands a billiard cue, as if it were a weapon. You can see there's a strange bluish, gl bluish glow coming from the end of it. A dark, onyxy colored gem inserted into the tip. Now, now. Wyatt Dawson, I presume. What's it to you? We need the thing in the end of that there pool No, cue. you ain't coming any closer place. to me. I don't trust any of you. I, I shall summon it. Yeah, I'm just gonna summon it to my hand. <laughs> you summon it for me. I love that the like the whole situation being diffused for that is so brilliant. It just. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> that was easier than. Yeah. Cool. You see, right. as he like stretches out his arms because it's gone away from you. You see this little mutation band on his arm, as he starts to glow and shimmer, and then floats and hovers a few feet above the ground and goes oh shucks you got flying powers damn yeah that's pretty cool you want to help us save the town okay all right <laughs> come on it's like <laughs> just goes down to the ground this one does not have my respect and i will <laughs> my wolverine claws out all right, now hold on. <laughs> no, I pull out my Wolverine claws. <laughs> he, fl he floats up again. <laughs> Join me, sister. <laughs> no need to murderize him. He very slowly starts reaching downwards over towards. Don't like, give us a reason to murderize you. He's kind of still going, just very Why, slowly. If like, you continue at you. that action, I will sever your head from your spinal cord. I'm getting the feeling you're going to sever my head from my spinal cord anyway. All right, permission to murderize him. I was being persuaded not to, but I have just received permission. We can use him as bait. We can use him as uh, as someone to help us. I will, <laughs> I will restrain three on Wyatt. <laughs> sure you just run over and just grab him on the ankle. I'm not even going to make you roll because he's fucking useless. Just grab him on the ankle and hold him like a balloon. <laughs> what was he reaching like, for? Ah. Huh? What was he reaching for? Uh, you see that he was reaching for the cash register. What? Actually, like the cash Professor, register. I believe this man has hidden something you might desire there. Uh, I'm opening the cash register. Open <laughs> the cash register and inside it's two more mutation pens. Let's go! <laughs> I'm stacking you up, baby. But I already have quite a few. These are the two gentlemen, uh, uh, I beg your pardon, gentlemen and lady wish to uh, try these. What? Do you know the properties of these bands? No. Same you are a fool for not equipping them. Well, I was trying to. But I didn't want to on account of it messing with your system. You are still a fool. Yeah. 
I'll just adjust it around Steve's head. Just put one on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put one on myself, too. Whoosh. <laughs> I'm going to make this one the other one. Okay. <laughs> the power is to transform from flesh into pure rock, which is so ironically <laughs> not, not possible for you. All right. So I turn into, into rock. Yeah. I am now the thing. Um... I'm gonna oh, say Sister, transforming from flesh into rock. Respect confirmed. Your <laughs> um. Wait, can you move? Are you the thing, or do you just turn into a statue and you then can't move? <laughs> no, I'm fine. It, does, it doesn't say you can move. What I was going to say. So no, you can't move. But uh, your concentrated wall of energy that was putting the defense to like a level two. This is kind of gonna boost that up to like a defense level three. Damn, okay. Just try to stop me. So, you're very hard to hit, because you'll just, like, put up energy around you, turn into rock, and just fucking nothing's gonna get you. Unless it's very big and very powerful. Uh, the other one that you do put on his head... Okay, well, not that powerful. Keep going, even through the toughest challenges and obstacles. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Ooh, this is great for you as a robot. You can now see the heat signature of targets across long distances and through certain materials. I'm just going to say, like, wood heat and... Vision. Yeah, wood and stuff. Too bad all of our enemies are dead. Yeah, they don't have any heat. <laughs> well, I know. Is there a trickling pool of uh, heat uh, going down Wyatt's leg? <laughs> There's about to be. You're all wrong. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Why? Oh. You are rusting my hand. Oh. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. All right. Well, are you gonna kill me? Big Not zombie me. bait. Let's go, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like pulling him along. Yep. He's still just floating behind you, like, oh dear, oh gosh. To the sheriff's office, I guess. The sheriff's mm. office. Uh, yeah, you got yeah. the uh, Arcanite Geode. Oh, beautiful. I love loading you up with powers for no particular reason. Um, <laughs> jailhouse, yes. You move over to the jailhouse. the jailhouse rock. The jailhouse no. stands as a grim sentinel of order in the chaos. Its exterior is a weathered fortress of thick grey stone walls, oh. tiny barred windows, and a heavy iron-bound door that is rusted at the hinges. Sorry, I've only just realized, Rowan. Did you did you say, uh, and I missed it, did you just say Jailhouse Rock, or did you say that you yeah. are the Jailhouse Rock? Because you have become <laughs> no. the Jailhouse Rock. I did just say Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> to be fair, it's also made jailhouse. of stone, so it is literally yeah. a Jailhouse Rock. It is a Jailhouse Rock, yeah. Uh, inside... Are you made out of Jailhouse, or is the Jailhouse made out of you? Oh, Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um... You open up the door, it groans as you do so, and inside the air is dank and offensive to your nostrils, nice. with low ceilings and dim, flickering lanterns <laughs> casting eerie shadows on rough-hewn walls. A row of three cold iron cells line the back wall, each with a hard, uninviting bunk and heavy metal bars. And to the right of you is an old wooden desk with a single chair behind, sitting proudly in front of a wall filled with medals and shells of random memorabilia from a life no longer lived. Two of the cells are empty, but one is locked tight, 
with two, or at least shut, with two bodies inside. The first is moving, but not living. Another of the living dead, shuffling around every now and again, lashing out through the bars in a vague attempt to attack you. You can see on its wrist a single mutation band. The other figure in the cell is a half is half eaten and not moving. It is wearing what is unmistakably the town's sheriff uniform, cowboy hat tipped over the face, bloodied and ripped, and a brass badge proudly exclaiming the word sheriff, or with the blood more likely sure. Hmm. And a six shooter in its hand almost falling to the floor. Is there another door in this place that would be like a confiscated items collection, perhaps? Nope. This is everything in the room, no other doors. Is there a heat signature for the Nexus? As that sounds like something that might emit heat. What time is that? <laughs> <laughs> we have half an hour. I feel I feel you, like it might emit I'm gonna be heat. honest. You've made a lot of progress in the last half hour. Yeah. Splitting splitting up was the call. It was a great call. I'll take it. And also loading you with powers is just brilliant. Um Sure. There's a little heat signature coming from the drawer of the uh, of the desk. And yes, oh, well, in that case, I won't. I'll just go and open the door. <laughs> you don't open the door. <laughs> uh, yeah. Inside the drawer of the desk is an odd device that looks like a bunch of thin golden metal pipes all intersecting with each other with strange runes etched into the sides. The order of the pipes seems chaotic at first, but after a little bit of analysis, this seems to be a complex, purposeful pattern. And it is indeed the planar conduit nexus. I have found it. Wonderful. We gotta assemble something now. Professor, did you require a gun? Oh, why don't we uh, use that there gun to dispatch this zombified creature and see if there's anything else in the cell? Are you able to create bullets? Do I try? I don't know. I shouldn't think so. I could change the bullets into something... Can I try to finger gun the sheriff through the bars? The sheriff? The sheriff? Yeah. Sure. The sheriff? Isn't the sheriff also a zombie? No, he's just lying there eat half eaten. Oh, he's... The, okay, the zombie then? Sure. Well, I was paying so much attention. Yeah. I can tell. Is, is, is this a new skill, or should I be basing it on precision? It's, it's, this, it's, the, same. it's the same one. Okay. Three dice then. Well, hang on, no, it's not the blowtorch. That's up close and personal. This is the Two normal, normal, uh, yeah, attack. <laughs> Two sixes. And now we've done it long range. <laughs> oh. Finger guns. <laughs> Whatever it was that you were initially thinking was, was the thing. You just force finger gun. And... The z- straight through the zombie's head just <laughs> explodes and it <laughs> falls to the ground. That's cool as hell. Alright. I'm ready to go to the cell door. Is it open? In that case, I'm going to use my acid spray on the uh, the lock to dissolve the metal. Are you after the gun? I'm going to have a look inside the cell. I'm looking okay. the, he's also got the band on the wrist of the zombie. You, yeah, spray it. It crumbles in on itself as you open up the door. The lock kind of getting a little stuck, but breaking apart as you step inside. Dead zombie, dead dude. Take the uh, wrist trap off the zombie. 
Sure. I'm not going to use it yet. I'm going to have a, a little hunt around, pick up the gun, and see what else is in the in the sound anymore. Does the, uh, the sheriff have any wristbands uh, on? Uh, the sheriff does not. No. And in the jail cell, there's nothing, nothing else of particular interest. Nothing else. Just the one then. I, I, I once shot a sheriff, did but I did not deputy? shoot his deputy. <laughs> you tried the band to see what it is. You killed the thing. Oh, yeah, it didn't work. Oh, oh right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well. We have enough. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, anyone want this here a six-shooter? As you're holding the band in your hand, rhymes. As you start to step out, look, you know, sort of look forward, saying, "Does anybody want this step, this six shooter?" The band, sorry, how many do that again? Disappears from your hand, and then you feel a really sharp and painful feeling in your ankle. As you look down, and the zombie is now sinking teeth into your ankle. Oh, it's going to do a, a couple damage. I thought you said he blew his head off. It oh, blew his head. It blew through his head. It did not blow his head off. I shall, since his teeth are touching my ankle, I should use my power to turn his teeth to water. His teeth are not just touching your ankle; they're inside your ankle. But I shall still turn his teeth to water. Sure. Turn in alcohol so that it cauterizes or like cleans the wound, as it says. <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going to use my snake oil on the on the. Yeah, the teeth <laughs> turn into water. As it starts to clamber up again, you know, there's like hard to move limbs and things. Gets up next to you. Well, I shall, I shall swing Wyatt like a club. I was going to say, I was <laughs> going to... <laughs> you were holding him. <laughs> I, shall... I shall use him to do bluegrass jaws of crime destruction. <laughs> yeah! I don't know what that means, but sure. A three, a six, and a one. I will use my two fails to turn it into. Uh, so it's a ten total anyway, but I shall use my two fails to turn it into a new skill. I don't even know what else you can do at this point. Uh, I'm going to call it ultimate skill. Copyright infringement. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm calling my force finger gun radiant pistol. By the way, okay. Uh, radiant pistol. <laughs> so your copyright <laughs> is going to do the damage, but in addition, can deafen. By the power of copyright. <laughs> is it can deafen? Yeah, because they're not allowed to hear it. It's copyrighted. <laughs> so, so it's the power of censorship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it deafens them for a round, and also does some damage. Just less damage. So it does less damage oh, than your rate, than no. your like your big blast, but also deafens them. Oh well, there's no point in that. <laughs> they have no use to hearing things. <laughs> I mean, so it, in this, it's just be like a disadvantage on them. Like, it's the zombie down again now. Hmm. Is the zombie down again? No, it's, uh, oh, with with you hitting it, yeah, it hits the ground again. Just on the safe side, I'm going to turn its blood to acid. Okay, it just starts bubbling. Wait, so it wasn't dead, so the band is fine? Was That's fine. True. It's now... Now it's blood <laughs> No, it's true. You, uh, you lied to us, Alex. You did a lie. You lied. It was dead for a second. But it got better. Now, the Trust me, I is, thought about that. 
The question is, what do I do about the fact that I just got bitten by a zombie? There is like a, a pretty, pretty throbbing pain in your leg. We must remove your leg. Uh, why don't you stick your finger into your wound and turn the zombie virus into uh, white blood cells? I mean, I'm not even sure you, you've got to stick your finger in. It's just if you're touching it and you are yeah, touching, touching it. That's true. I'll and it is small. <laughs> you attempt to do so and you feel a, a bit of a, like a cold feeling in your ankle, but the throbbing is still there. You're not sure if it worked or not. There's no real way of telling. Well. Would you like me to perform the amputation? It will not have been my first. <laughs> Why do you I say this? I'm going to combine <clears throat> my ability to turn blood to acid and my ability to do the quick change to make my blood go to acid and back again really quickly. So it will kill off any viruses in the area around my ankle. You which will, will hurt attempt like hell. To but, kill off any mm, viruses. Yes. You do, do that? Roll? That's what I'm done with. It's here. your own body, and I'm looking at there's nothing to roll. Yeah, I'll do that. You <laughs> flick between the one and the other, and there's this agonizing searing pain inside like the whole of your calf and below for a second before it disappears. You're gonna take uh two damage. Because, let's be honest, you just turned your blood into freaking acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it hurts now because of the acid. <laughs> Do you, yep, you, you don't know if this has worked. <laughs> and then I'm going to take a swig of my snake oil, because that's going to... And pour some, over my, pour, pour some over the wound. That's the that's the very last of it. And then the zombie gets... No, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's something else on the floor. Uh, the power that you missed Cures out on. Cures everything. And by the way, ow! The power that you missed out on is um temporary resurrection nope <laughs> if if you die you do die but then you are raised again uh, after death but with two less max health ah. resurrection it's not, it's not temporary resurrection though. right i believe we have all the people resurrection oh yeah all resurrection <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, de it depends if you're immortal i guess yeah. I, I think we have all the pieces that we need to finish this here do we yeah do one of you still have the journal we need to assemble a thing, right? I'm gonna, I've got my carpet bag, so all, all the bits are in there. Wonderful. Shall we put all our noggins together? I do not believe there was anything in the general for our escape. Well, my plan is... What is that guy's name again that you're holding by the ankle? Wyatt. Tell Wyatt. the professor your name. Hello. It's Wyatt. 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 You know this town like the back of your hand, I'm sure. So you can take this completely harmless device and put it over in the in the fountain over there. Uh, Do we want to trust such an important job to him, though? We'll be watching from a distance. Okay. We we gotta assemble the thing, right? So I, well, I got to run away. And this goes here. And... Can we use the journal to assemble according to the? I'm going to use my, one, my, one of my other powers to get detailed knowledge and all this. It's all in the book. You, it, flicks, it clicks together like Lego. When I do the detailed knowledge, what are, what are the details I'll be interested in is how much devastation is it going to cause? How far away do we need to be? For and how do we I'm not sure. It, it definitely seems like it will destroy the entire town. And, and is there a time for it? 
Not that you can tell. It's a bomb? I mean, they detail the in information things, kill things. No, nope. nothing. Did you not know it was a bomb, or was that for a funny road? <laughs> no, I actually didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a bomb. It's, it's been a bomb the whole time. It's, it's been a bomb from the moment I... it was introduced. I'm having a lot of trouble paying attention to all the expedition that happened. I can I'm tell. I'm very sorry. Okay, okay uh, let's place it in the well and uh, blow it up, because we've not been provided a means of escape. Uh, and it seems like we're three people a mysterious wizard would want to remove from society. <laughs> um, okay, I can... Get well, I, have an I can sit there and get thirty feet away really quickly, or maybe you guys. I, I have a power where I can absorb energy, an energy blast onto a wall. Yeah, I think if we all just yeah, just all stand behind me, I'll make the wall, and then we'll hope the best. Leave now. You really don't want to. Oh, no, 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 here you go. Take the thing and go put it in the fountain. And if you don't put it in the fountain, then I'll figure the ground. Oh, hey. He just sort of shuffles outside looking around. There was going to be way more like zombie fights inside the town, but like, you know. (laughs) You know. And he sort of steps out and he just doesn't seem to be anything around for a second. He starts like shuffling over to the center. And then you watch as there's just this boom as a foot of a giant just <laughs> smushes him in the spot and the bomb goes just flickers across a little bit. That seems as, about right. As this this giant picks up his foot and just like scrapes off the, the horrid gross residue. I shall move it and summon it to fountain where it is supposed to go. <laughs> okay. It appears in the fountain. How do we Professor. Now do we activate it? Oh, I think that was probably in the instructions or the exposition. Did it say in the journal? There's a button. That's fine. In which case, I shall wait. Wait. By the power of ghosts, I can make a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) I do need to step out into the sun though and collect some solar power. (laughs) It is very on and off ability. That's right. Hang on. Uh, By the power of uh, taking control of uh, body and minds of others, I shall attempt to control uh, the giant. Go for it. Nice. What am I rolling for this? Uh, I'll give you two d6 because it's a super time. That's fine. That's two fives. That'd be an eleven. You do not manage to gain control of the ogre, though it was a very good attempt. You see this, uh, uh, well, I I said ogre, it's not an ogre, the symbol is an ogre, it's a giant. Sort of looking around a little bit like... Who can make him anxious? Oh, that's also me. I'm going to try to do that. I'm just going to try to make him so anxious of being in this town square right now. Yeah, roll 2d6 Um, again. 2d6s. Yeah, might as well. Uh, (laughs) That's only a five. I guess a nine, no. Again, he's messing with his mind. He like bashes his head a little bit. There's like a because okay. he doesn't like the head. <laughs> he's just looking around like, where's this annoying stuff coming from? Blood to acid. You, well, you have to be touching. Yeah, you have to go touch. and touch him with the ankle. Oh, okay, no. in that case, I shall, how far, he's, he's only 10 feet, really. Yeah, he's quite close at this point. 
uh, I am going to. I can go 30 feet like that. Mm-hmm. But. Oh. And I get one chance of rolling a 5 or a 6. No, then I can't use it straight away then. If I go oh, I should there, have re rolled mine. I will get to. That was a five. I can reuse my thing at the next opportunity. So... I shall summon the horse again. Okay. You hear a rattling and a clattering from the other side, and the, the, the Django's. <laughs> and just sort of steps over this way, over to the stables, and just slams down a hand. And this rattling and clattering goes from a rattling and clattering to a. <laughs> As I was walking away, I'm stepping out just to collect some solar energy. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. And at that point, yeah, I'm going to get us to go into initiative because I'm not looking oh, at that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I have a two in initiative, actually. So um, I will use my XP to turn that into a six as well. Well, I, no, I won't because it doesn't. I, there's not going to be more. Uh, so nine, nine initiative. Cool. Oh, that was a failed roll. I can... One. Uh, I got a five. Okay. So, at that point, Sister Adeline Croy, you're first. Then it's from his lead, then the giant, then the professor. Solar Ghost! Activate bomb! Yeah, I'll do that. Well, bomb. The, the bomb in the... Uh, oh, I see. Top. You want the ghost to activate the bomb. Right. I thought you were doing like a bomb ghost. And I was like, what the frick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exploding ghosts. Um, okay. You that, summon up a ghost. That is a five. Uh, you summon the ghost. It has to get over there and then do it. Uh, I, come on. Give me like a decent ghost asset. I swear. The, the freaking free parts of Roll20's assets are just like... That's, that's a cat. That's literally a cat. That's a spider. <laughs> You get the ghost of a spider. <laughs> it appears about there. And starts scuttling over towards. I'll give it an initiative. Do you want to roll its initiative? Just a single d6? Five. Yeah, that's pretty decent. It'll come after Strummer's D, probably. Uh, so you create that. Are you moving anywhere? Um... Yeah, I'll go out and then, like, down this alley between the buildings. Okay, you run out and go between the buildings trying to run away. Um, Strum and Steve. I shall attempt to control big, big guy. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that is two fours. I'm afraid not. Um, he's, he's, he's a big old, big old guy. You moving anywhere? It does not recharge. Uh, I will follow me. Yes, I will. I will go. I got the one. You said I could go forty feet, right? Yes, if you're still a werewolf, which I assume you are. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And I should have oh. just. I should have just done. You've over the fountain. Done my action is press button. You stand over. You're like, well, uh, it's the ghost's turn. Uh, do it, ghost. The... Oh, the, okay. The ghost will do. Yeah. <laughs> better, better not to risk, <laughs> risk it. 
Oh, you can't move it. Yeah. It wanders over. Yeah. This little spider ghost, for some reason. Didn't specify the ghost. Roll a d6. Presses it. It does its one it duty. Little hand it tries to press. It's a six. It's, it, it's so good at, at, at pressing it's buttons. A yeah. It's a spider. All it does is press things. It's beautiful. That's how it moves around. In which case, yeah, you, uh, that was a good distraction, bait and switch. You poke, it pokes down. There's a little instrument to see you see. There's a tiny little button that just click, and then it starts to vibrate and rattle and <laughs> little purple energy coming out of it. Before there's just a. As it starts to rattle, you would hear Steve get cut off saying, "I look forward to playing a tune for you all in hell." <laughs> 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 but at that point, you are annihilated from existence. Oh. The zoom out, like, you know, drone shot just shows this purple energy just <laughs> explodes outwards, hits the edges of this force field around the town and stops containing all of the energy within the town. And as it <laughs> dissipates, there's just a giant crater. Nothing is left. No zombies, no buildings, no, you know, giant zombie. You see, if we had no got that zombie butt band, <laughs> what... One of us would be dead, and then we get better. But it's a good thing you killed it, otherwise it would have <laughs> got up and wandered off. Oh, I see. That's what. Okay, I didn't connect the dots on that. Why being Wyatt? Okay, yeah. No, that wasn't Wyatt. Wyatt's the one that got switched. Yeah, Wyatt. It was the guy in the in the, the, the zombie in the cell with the sheriff. There you go. There was your I, 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 sort I of anime zombie <laughs> cowboy. I don't know what genre we put that in. One shot. What? What is the the name We're of this good. anime when we pitch it to Crunchyroll? Well, you see, Plague no, I've, right? named, I've named it Plague. It's not, very, it's not a very anime name. It's I'm cool. gonna. Uh, I'm gonna pitch. Um, that time I got transported to a western that wanted to kill me. Yeah, that would work. Or we can make it simpler and just do like Plaguewood 101 because like I feel like numbers just get added on the end of some of these enemies and it just makes it an anime. Or Plague X Wood. <gasps> Plague X Wood. Yeah. Cowboy X Zombie. So wait, what was the deal that we made with the wizard? That we're just gonna die? To help out, he probably tricks you into believing that you'd survive. Oh, okay. okay. The the one that um was in charge of it all was the one that was dead. They already sacrificed their life to get you there. Oh, cool, Fred. I gathered that before us. Yeah. There you go. Listen, it was rough around the it edges, worked. but it was silly <laughs> and fun. <laughs> it was fun. That was a really good, good Halloween one shot. Yeah, yeah it was. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I literally had to crack that together in four days. Hence, you know. These are our. Backup characters for C three now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. keeping them this time. With with all of these powers, just yeah, with out. all the powers, yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever asked what the CQ was. The Professor CQ. I was scared to ask. Oh, I I thought it was. I thought that you had made it so that it was just a word that is pronounced CQ. <laughs> no, in actual fact, his name isn't really Professor CQ Vermis, Of course, that's what he uses to sell his snake oil. His name is actually. Timothy Wobbleford. <laughs> and he's actually from England. <laughs> I was also saying that is the most English sounding name. No, exactly. He, came from, he, came, he, he, he got in trouble in England, made a run for it, went to America, tried to work as a barman, got kicked out for being in, in absolute, absolutely rubbish, and then started going around selling snake oil. <sighs> that is far more backstory than I came up with. <laughs>
that went really, really well. Farewell. Happy yeah. Halloween to anybody who's listening to Halloween. Good. I'll put my glasses for the goodbye home. Farewell, friends. There we go. Oh, we haven't awkward waves in a while. Oh, awkward waves. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dice Breakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to watch us on video so you can see our actions and reactions, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then. You may have noticed I don't have flesh. The only blood running through me is the blood of the innocent.